Yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe. Apparently, it is not giving you guys the audio. Eh, funny. Yeah, they can hear you guys now. Can they? Yeah. Are we All sure? Right. Should we so try our, that again? <laughs> so our producer, Josh Lassen, and we are live here on the Ghostfire Media Podcast on Friday night. And uh, I am not playing in a bar tonight. I'm actually here with you guys. Josh Lassen and Nick Adams. I'll try it again. Nick, how are you? I'm good, my friend. It's been a long week, but uh, Friday is here, and we have so much to go over with so many of the leagues coming down to their last few races before the season ends, and everybody takes their long overdue and awaited vacations. Yes. Except for us. Except so, for us. Me and you hey, won't be on vacation, but... We won't be on vacation. I will have at least uh, one week kind of on vacation because I will be heading to Phoenix, Arizona for the NASCAR finale. and uh, Where Kyle Larson takes his rightful crown at the top of the NASCAR leaderboards. Yes. Calling now, I said it back in Daytona. I'm going to continue to say it. Kyle Larson in a in a Hendrick Motorsports machine is going to be dominant until he's no longer inside that machine. Well, that's uh, I'm sure Kyle Larson probably will jump out of that car and head straight to some kind of dirt track somewhere nearby to race some sprint car races uh, that night. <laughs> it's crazy because they asked him this week. They said, "Hey, Kyle." What are you going to do this week between, uh, you know, now and, and Martinsville? And he was like, I mean, why would I stop racing my dirt car? It's It's got me this far. He's won 87 races this year between Cup Series and, and, and dirt racing. I mean, last year he won, what it was it, 96 out of 115 races he entered or something like that. The statistics are insane. The guy's a, he's a beast in whatever he gets in. You could put him in a monster truck in his first year, he'd go win the world championship. Absolutely. And Josh, how was your week? Any uh, tests this week or anything? Yeah, I'm not going to get into that portion. <laughs> but no, uh, Tuesday ended up spending 16 hours without power. Why? One of the feeder lines coming into my city, actually, the pole burned down. How? Why? Why? So it, arced, it, it was a uh, wooden pole. It was arcing through it, and the top of it caught fire on the inside. So it took out power to well over half of the city. That's why you have a solar backup on top of your house, and these things called generators. You, you know, I have a generator. Yes. Okay. That wasn't so a problem for me. Well, I had power for my fridge and freezer. Other than that, oh. I just sat out in my driveway drinking bourbon in pure silence. It was amazing. Well, then what was so bad about 16 hours of bourbon in silence? I mean, it wasn't how the hell 16 is that hours of that. It was only about oh, an hour and a half. I, I would have made it all 16 hours. Hey, boss, sorry, I have no power. I'm going to be on the front porch. I it, been it was from about 4 p.m. until, well, 3.30-ish until 7.30 the next morning. I would have been sitting out, in, out front all night with a little torch, 
me and my bottle of bourbon, which would then have turned into the second bottle of bourbon, which would then have turned into me passing out on the porch. But still, it would have been outside all night. Would have had a little, you know, parking lot party. Invite the whole neighborhood. You got nothing else to do. Nah, my neighborhood was quiet and it was great because it's not normally. No, yeah, loud neighbors, uh, loud neighbors, or what? Why? Is no, it so, I'm just uh, loud? in the middle of a city, only about a block away from a very busy road, and yeah, just yeah. so nobody was even on the roads. They were just it was home? creepy driving through my neighborhood, to where there's no street any... lights, no life oh, yeah. whatsoever, and we're sitting on it's maybe fifty foot. Uh, on the road so houses are relatively packed so it's just weird Justin the answer to your question is yes that's a normal Tuesday night post IVRL broadcast and if we're at a short track where it's going to take four hours it starts during the broadcast I ask Steve Letarte to bring the bourbon up to the studio for us and he does every week (laughs) yeah definitely yeah those uh, road courses odd that's when you have a uh, six-pack of beer sitting next to you, and you're just, hey, hey, eventually, if I get drunk enough, <laughs> the things I say will make sense. And we'll talk about some road racing uh, last night. Josh uh, was the recipient of uh, recipient of a victory last night, so congratulations. Yeah, well, well, thanks. We'll, we'll How many people raced? There were uh, two, two people. No, two people raced him, just him and Carl. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, we were one and two, so you know what? We'll take it. I mean, yeah, it wouldn't exactly. surprise me, but I'm going to be quiet. Yeah, all right. So we'll, uh, we've got um, you know, our typical lineup. We've got the uh, guys from Fuel. We've got a guest tonight. Casey Shu is in the house to uh, talk with us tonight. Uh, we're going to talk about the IVRL. We'll talk about everything that happened in the AOLL. Uh, we'll have Stump Nick. We'll have... Uh, yeah, just some fun stuff to happen tonight. We'll also talk a lot of other things, I'm sure, as well. So to try to keep you entertained for all two hours tonight. And hopefully we're going to cut at 10 o'clock, right? Yeah. I know who's going to be cutting at 10 o'clock. Me. Me, when I run away at 10 o'clock. All right, that's good. That's All fine. right, and- so let's go ahead and hop right in. Let's bring our first guest from Fuel, Mr. Casey Shue. Hey, Casey, got us? Gotcha. All right, our guest tonight is Casey Shue from Fuel, and uh, we'll get to see. He's got a camera. Oh, good. Hey, there he is, and he's got the Chase Elliott. Oh, he's uh, my new favorite driver in, the, in, in, in on Monday nights. I ain't going to do too much for you, so. <laughs> it's, it's okay. When I race out there, I don't do too much either. You know, normally 27th, five laps down with a broken car and an angry teammate, but. It's all right. I'm spun around looking the wrong way at Martinsville. And Nick, that's just not Monday nights. Hey, 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 hey. At least on Thursdays when I raced, I had a legitimate shot to win each time I was on the track. I just might not be able to put it together. Well, everybody's good under caution. I now officially owe everybody out there listening to the podcast a beer because my phone was not on mute. Ooh, that's a good thing you said that. My my temporary sponsor for the week. Oh, now I have Light. to now I have to buy you a Miller Lite uh, when I see you because I owe you a beer. Cool. All right, so uh, Casey, uh, we have a regular thing we do on here. So when you come on, you have to tell us, you know, what you do for a living, 
you know, how long you've been sim racing, if you tell us anything about your rig, all that good stuff. We want to know about you, uh, more or less, more about you than anything. You can tell us about the sim racing, but, you know, but uh, we want to know about you, not just, you know, you know get to know um, Casey. Well, I'm an aviation maintenance technician, uh, so I pretty much fix props for uh, propulsion planes, which not jets. So if you if you fly jets, you're safe. I promise. I, I ain't gonna mess with it. I like my job too much. Um, it's a lot of the military stuff, so it's just a lot of fun. Just you never know what you're gonna do. Work with acid. <laughs> Work with a lot of stuff. Uh, painting blades, fixing them, tearing them down, bringing them back. Um, and that's pretty much all there is to that, to what I do. Um, just, is that what you've done your whole life or, uh, what you, you know, I used to actually wrap race cars. Um, and I just now started to come back over here. This is what I wanted to do for a while, but the opportunity wasn't there three years ago. So I went into the graphic installation field and I got to actually wrap some cool cars. Um, and a lot of the IMSA stuff actually and that was just some of the perks of it so i got to do that for two years and i guess i found my second passion so that was really cool get to see all the cars you got to do that okay let me ask you something how much of those cars are actually painted and how much is is wrapped uh it depends like actually that one right there uh the nines a graphic the mountain dew is a graphic the napa auto and the little lines but the white and the blue are uh exalta paint since they have the exalta sponsorship but that's just for hendrick um people like rickway racing that whole car is is a wrap um the car really just looks like the color of my wall and then you have a big old vinyl wrap that goes along the whole side roof and all the fenders now where do you live casey i live in trinity north carolina so it's about hour from Charlotte. So okay, so close you still wrap cars, Casey? On the side by myself. Um, it's something, like I said, I kind of fell in love with doing, so I didn't want to just give it up to follow what I originally wanted to do because I, I also fell in love with that, so then I'll just kind of do it for, for fun on the side. I, I do my buddy's cars for Bowman Gray, or at least as long as they last at Bowman Gray because I'm lucky if I can get two races without having to fix something on a car because everybody's <laughs> everybody knows what that is. Hey, the Madhouse. Yeah, yeah. Man, we gotta give a shout out to the Madhouse. You gotta love that place. You got guys jumping around, going through freaking windshields. I mean, there's nothing better than the Madhouse. You got you got to see the behind the scenes though. Uh, there's a lot of things you can't see, like walking back to the pits, and then all of a sudden the guy gets knocked out five feet in front of you. I heard hey, there I... was a guy that had a knife pulled on him at Bowman Gray because yeah. on the first lap he brake checked a guy and knocked the radiator out of his car. Which time? <laughs> so that tells me. <laughs> hey, let me tell you something. I worked, I worked at New Suburban Speedway, and it was pretty much the same ordeal out there as well. I mean, I've got a video of uh, Tiger Tom Baldwin's uh, uh, crew chief dragging Tony Stewart by his head through the pits, and his feet are just like dragging the ground the whole time. Actually, there's a video of Tiger Tom picking uh, Tony up by his throat and his feet doing like the Fred Flintstone thing in the air. It was so funny. And I, I've got that all on the video. 
I'm, so, I'm sure that's happened to Bowman Gray. There's, oh, I'm there's sure. so many stories to tell from there, just from being in the pits. Probably a lot of things I can't actually say. But Well, <laughs> hey, I, I will tell you this. I know I got chewed out on the air because I told uh, – I was I was radio, actually. But so um, I was on the radio, and I was telling the story about uh, drivers uh, before the race getting drunk before they got in the car. And uh, the track owner called me on the air and said, uh, can you rephrase that? I, I don't think you're telling the uh, right way. I think you need to rephrase it. It was after the race. I went, hey, I'm on the air. I can do whatever the hell I want. I saw it in my own eyes. I, so, I wouldn't doubt if it's before the race. I mean, uh, yeah. the way some of these guys drive, it's, uh, <laughs> I wonder if I can go out there and do better. So. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so you, you understand all this stuff. So you wrap cars for a while. Now you're doing the aircraft thing. And uh, are you married? Got kids? You no. single, looking for some hot chick to shack up with, or what? I, I guess we go, we'll go with the last one. Okay, we're looking for some hot chick to shack up with. Well, they can pay the bills and let you coast along, and go back to wrap cars for a living, right? When you get out of the car on a Monday, and there's this hot blonde that, that follows around the fuel in turn four. She stands on top of the third motorhome on the right with the Dale Earnhardt sign. Don't go to one with the second Dale Earnhardt sign, because if you walk in there, they're nudists, and you don't want to see that. I made the mistake one time, and man, oh man, it looked like Randy Pepper and Josh Laston combined up in there. There was, And it wasn't hair on the face, man. It was hair in other places. It was bad. It's bad. There's no Harry movies. Find out right track. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, Randy. I would just like it to be known that Peresi is lighting you up in the comments. It's all right. What's he saying? So, first off, we're not safe. He apparently Casey sends him snaps all day of him sticking things in holes and making weird noises. What? Oh no! There's a story behind this one. Yeah, let's hear the story, Casey. I really want to hear the story. Yeah, yeah I did too. Yeah. So I also want to know where he's blowing him up because I can't. See YouTube. It. Ah, okay. Uh, I gonna. So, uh. <laughs> Once you tear, tear a prop down, it has to be cleaned because there's grease everywhere. This is not good. Uh, <laughs> there's grease everywhere. And obviously, there's screw, there's bolts that bolt the whole thing together. So a bolt has to go through a hole, and it's got sealant all around it. And it doesn't help that the sealant's white. So we'll... I'll, and you got to scrub inside the hole. You got to... <laughs> It's just going to go downhill from here. Um, you got to go scrub inside the hole, get all the paint out, get all, get all the grease. Give, give me one second. The following 90 seconds of the Ghost Fire Media podcast are for restricted age viewers. If you are not 18 plus, please turn the podcast off. You may continue. <laughs> so it's just, he'll send me stupid stuff. Maybe not that stupid, but I'll just, I'll be taking a, wire brush going going in and out of the hole getting all the grease out and i'll just i'll just take my phone and i'll take a video and send it to him there's that's that's about it as all, far as i'm going to detail at least all i can say is there are so many things that i could tell stories that i would probably end up getting sued from my time working at a toy company Oh no! Honestly, I do just for our for our Discord uh, channel. Have any? Has he invited any? Because he invites the whole Earth to join our Discord channel. 
<laughs> if y'all ever get invited to it and want to go look, just go look at no context. I mean, it's I we could all probably go to jail at this point. <laughs> Josh. And that's really bad. Oh my! It's we, we need to we need to move on from this subject. Yes, we do. <laughs> wait, wait a minute! Wait, wait, wait now, toys going in incorrect places. We not those types no, of toys. It, people get just... your head out of the gutter. No, it it is one of those things that when you're maybe most of your workforce is between the ages of like 22 and 30, the maturity level isn't really there. So there are some interesting like the, photos. Take, the next 30 minutes take, of the Ghostfire Media podcast are brought to you by Adam and Eve and Duramax. Hey, I will tell you this. I When I used to... Uh... Well, I still do, but I still do this today. Go into Walmart and you'll see a G.I. Joe out and maybe a Barbie. And you put Barbie prompt down and you kind of put G.I. Joe behind. <laughs> what are you, four years old? No one ever said we were mature. <laughs> How is it that I feel like I'm the most mature in this room all of a sudden? Probably. Yeah, there's a chance. <laughs> Yeah, there's a good chance of that. Yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. So I yeah I still do that actually, type of stuff. Actually, I have some stories, but they're they're probably they're probably not the correct. We'll, we'll skip over your trash man stories. I'm in the trash business. Yeah, exactly. So the, you can only imagine some of the things that people stick things in that get thrown in the trash. I can imagine. Yeah, I can imagine too. I, I, I know some, some of the stuff I've, I've thrown out. I have some pictures on my phone of uh, some very specific blown up things sitting in the back of a dumpster. I can believe it. <laughs> we had one driver. I'm only going to tell one story. So we had one driver. He went to this Adam and Eve because they requested a dumpster. And for some reason, the Adam and Eve decided to throw out the blow up doll fully blown up. Now, <laughs> I don't know what he was thinking. I think he wanted to get fired. He luckily didn't, but he took the he took the blow up doll and he put it on the front of the of the trash <laughs> on the front of the trash truck and he drove around all day <laughs> with our very very easily seen trash truck that everybody knows our company when you see the colors and he's just driving around with, with two Jen big, and Jameson on the front hood <laughs> with two big honkers just driving around the city of Boston. It's like oh my god. And he, wow. he, was, he was doing the schools that morning, too, after he did that. So he brought that to the schools. That was that was interesting. It was an interesting phone call from the customer. It makes wow. Too bad. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't make you it makes your story nothing. You know, just going. Yeah. yeah. Cheers yeah, no, is wow, just Bruce. being generally immature because that's <laughs> what you should be in that situation. Yeah, exactly. At least you're going, hey, look here, bad. look, a glory hole. <laughs> people, people, people who work for trash companies are just generally raunchy. <laughs> All right, so Casey, uh, tell us some more about yourself. I know we've kind of gone off on a tangent there. We, that's just kind of what we do. We just kind of go off in other directions, and you just come along with us. So just tell us some more about yourself. You, you, you you're looking for that hot looking uh, milf that will, uh, you know. <laughs> Make make your life a lot easier in life, so you can just stay home and wrap cars. 
fine. <laughs> I'll put it that way. Listen, my daughter's ears are very small. She doesn't need to hear this. <laughs> uh, you're using headphones. I don't think she can. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, tell, tell us uh, more about Casey, uh, your racing experience, all that good stuff. Well, real life, I have zero. Um, I've been stuck with Tyler and Thomas for I don't know how many years now. I guess I'm just molded together with all of them and being teammates, I guess, at this point. At least since NASCAR inside line. That's, I don't know how many years ago that was. But, uh, is that an Xbox thing or something like that? or It was PlayStation. I actually PlayStation, used to yeah. back then. Now I just put around in last place. Um, both you don't guys... putter around in last place. I am on the track. I am in last. Yeah, Carl Henderson was pretty yeah. far back the other night. It's, it's something I'm very proud of, how awful I am. I it's can talent. Be, I you, can be worse sometimes. I was going to say, you can sit there and say that you're running around in last, but when it comes down to points, you're in 15th. Hey, look, look at Martinsville, I got in 14th. I was, excited. I was happy. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to work my way slowly. I actually like Martinsville. I ran well there in the, in the sportsman, I guess that's what it's called. I don't remember. Um, ran well, finished third there. Got the 14th. Then I got spun by Hitta, I think. Then I got dead last place. Got into another thing, but I got a lap down. Got all the way back to 14th again. I come on the thing. I said, hey, Thomas, I'm back in 14th, man. We're going good. And then here comes uh, McQuiston just spun me out again. I'm like, all right, well, back here I go again. And then I started to work my way up again. And then I got punted out of the way again. So it's uh, up and down everywhere I go. You have Adam Wood luck in that case? No, nah, you got my luck. You don't know half my luck. No, I've got I've got really bad luck. So I, I have to say I, I got no luck at all. So Look, look, you need to come into our Discord and have Thomas talk to you. I can promise you I top it. <laughs> <laughs> well, back in the day, I used to be pretty good. Now I suck really bad. So... Uh, yeah, that's called getting old. I wish I was natural. What? Can't hear you. <laughs> talk about uh, can't hear people. Tuesday night when we talk about that, Randy, you had some serious uh, audio issues. I can't wait to talk about that. Well, I'm good. Yeah, that's, we'll talk about Speaking that. Speaking of audio issues, apparently, Casey, you just recently got your audio issues fixed, huh? About what? What, what did Thomas say? <laughs> I'm sure he's the one who brought that one up, right? Uh... You were so far behind, sir. That was um Oh, okay. Well, okay, okay, okay. You were you. you're I, going I to like five different again. places for right. your comments. That was I, in reference to you guys does. being okay. silent. Okay. So how about um how about we talk about your chair? My chair. Chair on your rig. Oh, it's just a gold beat up junkyard chair from a don't even remember what car it was. Got it for like fifty bucks, bolted it to some those uh do-it-yourself videos and bolted the wheel onto it and got somewhat of a setup that's what i have a a cockpit out in my garage that i haven't set up yet same thing i got a chair that came out of a uh a ford escort bolted on it so i'm uh i'm trying to talk to my friend about letting me use his seat from his modified because he doesn't use it anymore but have to do some modifications to it widening it out a little bit he's a he's a little toothpick so 
if he gives right. it to me, I'm gonna have to widen the seat out. So are you uh you running VR, you running triples, you're running single, what are you doing? I use the crappy T V in front of my bed. That's what I use. A TV. <laughs> wow, that's... I cannot believe that's why you suck, man. I'm telling you. you, I know. you because well, you got the same problem I do. You're lagging. As as soon as I have my ultra wide curve, when I move out of the house, I will I will be winning everything. Not really, but I'll be finishing fourteenth instead of seventeenth. That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping the same thing. Once I get the uh, VR reverb stuff working, I will be somewhere in the top fifteen instead of the top eighteen. Randy, it would require you to race. Well, I haven't been racing lately because I've I've had too much other. Crap You're being a rock star and. Making it to where you could name drop too many people. Hey, hey if you don't, it's not name dropping if you actually know these people, right? Do they know you? Yeah, I mean, okay. he does know Pat Patterson. I know more I mean, than it, Pat it, Patterson. If, if you could ask them and they could say, "Yeah, I know him," and say his name, I, I, I'd say it's valid. Most people, you know, the thing is, they won't. A lot of them won't. They won't know my name, but all you have to do is go, the guy with the two-tone hair. Oh, yeah, I know him. And that's it. That's how a lot of these guys know me, by the two-tone hair. You know, some do mo- know my name, but, I mean, a lot of them do. But there's a lot of them that are like, you know, two-tone guy? Yeah, I know him. It's unique. Yeah, unique. My trademark, so. Yeah, so that's, that, so I would say it's valid. So, anyways. So, uh, Casey, um. I mean, how how long you've been doing this for a while? You told us you've been racing since way back uh, in in the uh, PlayStation stuff. Who is like your nemesis on the track? Is anybody that you don't really care to get along with on the track, or someone you look in your rearview mirror or in front of you and you say, "Ah, there's that dickhead." (laughs) Which one? It's okay if you say the thirty-one. No, no, I don't really see you. So, um, oh, that that that's Carl, <laughs> who's not here to defend himself. So you can talk shit about him all you want. Well, you know, I'm was... the thirty, the very non-existent half-time not racing thirty. Yeah, see, he's <laughs> like me. I don't think I've ever seen a thirty on the track this year. Yes, you have. I finished second at Daytona, Talladega. I was, I was lost. I, I left. So I never saw you. Uh, this year. It was getting ready to be the 22 of Wineland after Pocono. But uh, we talked that out right after that and kind of agreed to disagree on things. There was some net code in there on both of our ends. Cause we, uh, it, was, it was funny because I got a message from Kyle. He said, do you want to come into the hauler and talk to Eric? I was like, no, not really. I just He just chased me down the track and nutted me. He's like, he wants to talk to you. He doesn't want us to go further. I was like, I mean, I wasn't really going to do anything because every time I retaliate, I, I get suspended for a week. So I wasn't going to do anything. Then he insisted I came up there and talked. We, we just kind of agreed that we think we're both wrong and then left it at that. But there's not really anybody that I just disgustingly hate to be around, I guess. It's just each race has its own person. I know... Uh, Red Bull ring. Will got on my last nerve. Uh, pretty bad. And then he finally got by, then about spun out and doored me. 
hit me a lot of times. Uh, me and Norm used to run into each other back in the day. I actually got suspended because of him at Richmond. And that's about it. I mean, I hate racing around Thomas. Why? Why? Why don't you like running around Thomas? Because uh, we both race a little bit harder on the rare occasion that we uh, race around each other, or uh, even uh, our uh, our new teammate Edwards. Uh, he's a little bit newer, so we try to finish in front of him, and we make fun of us if we finish behind him. I remember at Kansas lap two, he just dove underneath me and passed me like fair and square. First time he's passed me all season. And I was like, well, this is going to be a crap race. I just knew how that was going to go. But I hate racing for my teammates because I race harder and then I'm scared to wreck them. Especially. I, like, yeah. So I get that. I get I, that. I, 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 I hate racing around my, t my teammates because I'm afraid I'm going to be the one that takes them out. I, it's, really, it's really race to race, I guess. Uh, Each race has its own person that I'll end up hating to be around. Yeah. Yeah, the, that's kind of how it goes. I was going to say, I don't. I don't ever really feel bad about running into teammates except for like one or two specific instances to where it was a turn two lap one incident where I came up on Carl. Or under caution. Well, you guys hit me under caution. You, I don't yeah, hit you guys. Payback. Thomas took a win away from me from spinning somebody else into my quarter panel coming to the checker at Daytona a couple of years ago. So, it is what it is. I'm sure he'll comment in about Two minutes when he hears it. I mean, was it intentional? No, but it was just the fact that I don't really get into position to win much, and I was going to win that. He just thought he'd be a good teammate and side draft the other guy, and that end was history. Finished uh, third, flying through the air, coming through the checkered flag, and everything. So I, I, I kind of want to be in your guys' Discord after this because. Thomas has given us great stuff. So apparently you did something great under caution at New Hampshire. Oh, um, yeah. So I pile drived the caution. The reason for the caution, I was on the front stretch. This was on the back stretch. <clears throat> well, caution came out. And I was in the middle of turns one and two. And uh, there's a whole meme for this, by the way. So just go to the fuel discord and we'll probably have it on ready to click and enter. Uh, well, I got on the back stretch. So I, I take my tires off whenever I start a run, because if I have to come to the pits for any any reason, I don't want to end up taking tires without wanting to take tires. So I'll usually turn the black box on, and I'll click the tires on. Well, I was looking to my right and looking down the corner at the black box. I don't know why I'm looking and pointing like y'all can see it, but uh, all of a sudden, I look up, and there's just two cars just sitting sideways in the middle of the track. And the caution that, that happened 30 seconds ago, and I just flew into them full speed. Um. Yeah, but that reaction was everybody, and there was a guy behind me that was following me that that ran full speed into me. So it was really bad. And then we were out of the race. The commentators were saying these guys should be um, ejected from the race. Which I mean, we had no engines. How are we going to race anyway? It was the 30 minute repair. Um, they were saying they need to get suspended, possibly kicked out of the league. Well, I was over there. I was embarrassed because I mean, come on. <laughs> You don't. You, you can't really miss what I did. Sometimes you can miss. Like, I'm not. I hate to call him out, but Tyler spun on the uh, outlap at Darlington this year, and y'all didn't get it. He took a car out on the broadcast, and y'all and the camera was elsewhere, so y'all missed that whole mm. thing. And I was so mad. 
because that was embarrassing. Mine was embarrassing, and there was no way to get around mine. Uh, but then we got in the chat, and I was like, you know, I, I messed up. I was looking down. You can believe me, not believe me. I know it sounds stupid, but I was looking at my black box, changing some settings, and the guy that ran to me, was he was going off him saying, I shouldn't be suspended. This is stupid. You're a crappy commentator, and he, he kept going off on him. I forgot who it was. They were they spent the rest of the race just arguing with each other. And I was like, you could just say you messed up and went full speed into a wreck. It's okay. I did. I I admitted it, and I'll take ownership of it. It's the probably the be single best thing that's happened in fuel. Not best, but funniest. most entertaining. Yeah, I I get to see it a lot. So. Oh, don't worry. There, it was only like three weeks ago that I wasn't paying attention. I was I got the wave around. No way paying attention. And I'm going full tilt, and all of a sudden I hear someone say, is he going to stop? And then there's me that goes halfway through the field on the right side while I'm trying to stop. And everybody's just like, hey, he actually pulled it off. Yeah, a couple of those. I, I cannot say that once caution comes out, all focus goes on something else at some point or another. Yeah, usually mine's not racing related at all, so. I usually have my phone in my hand because I'm a terrible individual. You got videos of that too. I'm a terrible, <laughs> really? terrible individual. What? Why do you have few? What do you, really? You have a phone in your hand while you're racing? When I so when I rear-ended Josh. Yeah. No, Carl. When I rear-ended Carl, like my third week in the league, it's because I looked down at my phone and I looked up and I was like, "Oh shit! I don't have enough time to stop." That was that was me at New Hampshire. It was really funny. at New Hampshire on a short track. Was it going into the pits or driving on the track? That was the caution. When I was looking at the black box in the corner, I was well. I was, it wasn't my phone at least, but I yeah. was just I was looking elsewhere. Oh yeah, well that's yeah. Yeah, I mean, you have a good excuse. Yeah, no, yeah, I mean I've really. I've done that too. I've done the same. I've looked down at my my black boxes, seen my relative and all this stuff. Yeah, I've done that before. But a guy driving. Now, everybody that's out there watching the podcast tonight, if you're riding in your car or driving your sim, whatever, and you've got a phone in your hand, texting or whatever, because we know guys do this, you're an idiot. Put the phone down. you got an hour and a half driving around a freaking racetrack. Put the freaking phone down. Caution. It doesn't matter. Put the phone down. What are you waiting for? Oh, my mom just texted me. I got to text her back. Yeah, Mom, I'll be home at 3.45 this evening. Um, I Yes, I will bring peas because I know you like your peas. I'll go by Walmart and pick those up. <laughs> what the hell? I don't I do not do it anymore because of a, a video Thomas again has. <laughs> anything you want on me, just ask Thomas. He probably has a video <laughs> or a picture of it. Um, little prick. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, any anything you want on me, just go to Thomas, and he'll probably have it. There, there's, there's too much to. So about. what you're saying is, if I want to blackmail you, I just go talk to Bressy. Yeah, pretty much. Bressy, oh, I'll be God. calling you in ten minutes. Speaking of that video, dot dot dot. I'm waiting for something to appear. Which video? I don't know. That's all he says. He's sending you something right now. It was at that moment. He knew. He fucked up. That's all right. 
Wait, is this it? in general? Where's this at? Oh, I'm, I'm waiting. But oh, it's a Twitter link. Oh, oh, it's probably New Hampshire. Probably. Have you crashing while you're looking Where on your the phone? Twitter link? I don't see it. It's... Oh, I got it. Do you have to approve it? No. I just you know, I must to. be the only person not on Twitter anymore. I don't see it. Oh, yeah, he, it, he sent it to me directly. Oh, wow. Oh, man. It's special you. And definitely come to the um, JTM Discord channel after this. <laughs> oh, I've, I've got it. <laughs> and apparently, <laughs> I have other things here. Oh, Lord. Sorry. Wow, man. I he full book on you. Up. No, it just <laughs> takes a second here. While we're waiting for that. Oh, God, no. No, we got that? We got what we got? Mm. Oh, my God. Uh, it's the suspense is killing me. All right, well, while we're waiting for Josh, we're, uh, I've been I put it up. One. No, I put it up on the actual stream here. Ooh. Oh, boy, I got to look oh. on the stream. Oh. I oh, that's me looking at my phone. <laughs> <laughs> You're under green. Hey, I didn't say that. You're under green. How do you? <laughs> I. You're under green. Yeah, that was a. Uh... Oh, dude, you are under green. <laughs> that was under green. Oh my god. Jesus Christ, you are a fucking danger to yourself and oh. others involved. <laughs> that was a couple years. Change your name in the yeah. Discord to Danger. Oh. oh don't you realize Josh, driving a race car at like a hundred and the audio on because apparently the audio makes the video yeah all right i admit to it you turn did you turn the audio on is that what you're doing hold on apparently yeah, everybody, everybody shush that poor bastard yeah <laughs> so this is what happens when Schubert doesn't know how to fucking oh, we're drive so far in he's stupid just him. off the corner and nope, we're gonna fucking just so climb the shit out of that the poor bastard Just, all right. We'll, we'll that's stop. Schubert doesn't know how to fucking drive. That dumb bastard. <laughs> oh my god! I now have a new idea for a brand new second with Ghostfire Media. We're gonna talk about this later off the air. Oh boy. Oh my god, Casey, you're gonna be a permanent fucking guest. That's fine. That's fine. Oh my god. So we we've done. The Blake and Justin comedy hour. I think we just need to bring you and Bressy on to just, just let you guys you control the show. I mean, no, we, we would really control the show. Y'all wouldn't even have a show, to be honest. That'd we'll be we'll just step oh, back know. and go into the shadows, and then me and Randy Pepper will just make it raunchy when it needs to be, because that's what we do. Have you ever listened to us on Tuesdays? Even really? if you haven't, just say yes. I created the whole raunchy thing. Everybody just followed my lead. So if you haven't if you haven't watched on Tuesdays, Casey, just say you have, okay? I, I, I haven't, or I have. God damn it, he fucked it up. Hey, you know what? Really you had up. one job. I have one job every Monday, and I mess it up every single Monday too. So it don't matter. <laughs> uh, you should really just tell Thomas to stop being a wuss and just come in here. I mean, I know he's sitting at his computer doing absolutely nothing but looking at the YouTube. So. <laughs> 
I know exactly what he's doing right now. Adam, no, we'll bring, Adam, hey, we'll bring him in no one time. There is no need, Adam Wood, for comments degrading your co-host, okay? What did Adam say? God. He's talking about that time that I downshifted while restarting and destroyed the entire fucking field. All right. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> I, if we, we've... That one happens all too much. Yeah, everybody's done that. Yeah, everybody has done that. Okay, so how about the time I haven't. I was, how about the time I, I was texting with this, right? Fuel Sportsman in the spring or the summer, whatever it was. I did my first race with them in the Sportsman series. Oh, and I, I jump in my car and we're going out. We did qualifying. We're about to start the race. And I come up onto the apron off the apron onto the track and I shift from second to first instead of second to third and I spin out on the exit of the pits. That was my first thing with fuel and I was like, man, they're really going to promote me to the Premier Series and albeit, I'm here. You should have repeated that, Thomas, what I said about that. You know, one of the things I'm not going to say it, but just ask Thomas, he'll he'll tell you something about that. You you know what honestly happened? Oh, it's not working. So my gear shift has been messed up for a long time and i think i think it was more broken that night than it is now because i fixed it every time i mess up my my, my <laughs> great right hey every every time i mess up something is broken but yeah if, if you want a two-hour show with where you ain't got to do absolutely nothing but listen <laughs> i don't do anything now yeah but you wouldn't have to even say a word me and bressy will just take the show over and we'll we'll we would probably go till about 12 o'clock at night We've done that more than times than we should probably. That's, that's pretty cool. All right. Uh, but we do have somewhat of a time frame here. Yeah, we do. And, and by the way, I have to I have to tell you one thing that you actually did unintentionally. unintentionally I can't even speak tonight. Uh, that we usually ask like an embarrassing moment, but you took care of that. You, you already did it. You wrecked. Uh, yeah, I mean, how much more embarrassing is that? I mean, the, the broadcasters called you a freaking idiot. Uh, I mean... Hold on. So you, I have made this better. Oh, you have? What's that? So, I have per- put up the gif of the New Hampshire incident. Does it have the music with it? No, it's just a gif, oh, unfortunately. Wow. We made a whole uh, sound bit, or Shane did, with uh, My Heart Will Go On titanic and it's just it makes it the whole thing just beautiful i i'm sorry this incident is when you wrecked everybody oh crap oh my god it wasn't just the two no he wrecked a whole oh crap full of people wait what's what that one <laughs> oh, I, not even, I got, I got when one. there's they're sitting on the middle of the track and you just ram into the back oh, of them yeah. Just yeah. Wrecked. yeah that's brilliant yeah. Absolutely I'm brilliant. brilliant. Hey, the black box that you ever got. <laughs> oh, yeah. I oh, I can't say anything. I've I've done exactly that. It's oh crap. I have just the slightest bit of damage, so I have to uncheck my fast repair, and then suddenly it's no one calls Boom. out that you're checking up for the pace car. Yeah. And yep, done it before. Yep, yeah, that's, I've that's done that. Probably, that's probably the most embarrassing. But uh. I've had a lot of stupid things, like 24-hour race that we won. Thomas is saying there's a car stopped in the middle of the track, coming back onto the track about 10 seconds before, and I was like, oh, he's gone. I get there. Lo and behold, he's just still sitting there staring at me. I'm like, oh, shit. (laughs) 
See, but, but that, it, that was probably the dumbest thing I've done was at New Hampshire. No, I'll ask this question. Are you the one that ended up doing the almost terminal damage in the 24-hour? Or did you not do damage in that situation? We all did do damage in that. We all did damage there. Um, it could have ended worse, but Thomas about got killed by some dude cutting through the course and going backwards. I don't know if that's what you're talking about. or. Oh, yeah. Uh, I When we did the 24 hours this past year, I was the only person on the team that did damage. It was eight minutes, luckily, because I just blew turn one. And Well, this is the first year Thomas didn't do damage in the first stint, so we were actually able to finish the whole race and actually win it. So I know he's listening. So this is what happens when you don't do damage in the first stint and you don't spin it and wreck. We ended up in third, and it was probably that eight minutes worth of repairs that kept us from fighting for the win. We... We took over the lead after like three hours, and that was pretty much the end of it. I do good if I practice, but I just I never practice anymore, so I suck. Oh, and apparently, and you weren't three seconds off the pace. Okay. Three seconds <laughs> off the pace? Like, yeah. I, okay, but at least I don't spin out every corner like you do. So. Gosh, this is going to be such an argument when I after I get out of here. Yeah, we, we have put him in some... Uh... You can, and you know what? At the end of the day, save it for next week, and we're we're having you two on here to duke it out. Cause yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> Go ahead because, and schedule that one. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, we should actually. We'll you know, work that out. And I I won't be here unfortunately, but uh, be awesome to have it happen. So I got a pack. So uh, apparently Tyler set told him to send half of it. Huh? Send half send of it. Up. What? That's what I'm being told. Uh, I don't know. Something, uh, I guess an inside joke that flew over my head. Uh, <laughs> my, my brain shuts off at 3.30 when I get off of work. I don't blame you. Mine shuts off it. when the Miller Lite starts it. flowing. Shuts on at 6, shuts off at 3.30. Doesn't come back on until 6 the next morning. Mine comes on about 4.30 in the morning while I'm sleeping. Bink! Oh. Pretty much. <laughs> So. All right. Yeah, we'll, well, uh, we'll thing next week. So yeah, I, yeah, I think that'd probably be a pretty good idea. Uh, bring those two on here for a little bit, you know, and let them go on about their uh, their way here. We probably hear some very entertaining stories. That would have to actually be put in a title eighteen plus for the first half, or no, oh, it's always yeah, eighteen used plus to with it. me. Yeah, whenever Nick and me are on here, it's... might be the best. Like, uh, what's the one above R? Is it an X? Uh, NC-17. Yeah. NC-17 and then X. I don't think we're getting an X rating because... I'm not going unless, shirtless. Uh, well, actually, wait a minute. Hold it. Sometimes I have wondered because Josh is, like, stroking his, uh, his kitty's tail, like, right like this. And I'm like, what the hell are you stroking there? And He's then sometimes somewhere. the dog is on. Uh, I was going to say, we almost things. got to see some balloon knot from yeah. Nick's <laughs> side tonight. <laughs> this is like I go to bed like on my mind now. So. <laughs> it's well, a female, Josh. That makes it worse. <laughs> yeah. What was that night when I was talking about the peanut you know, butter? You know what, Josh? Josh, I'm going to call. I'm, I'm just. I'm just going to tweet Pat McAfee and I'm going to have him show up at your house and I'm going to have him stomp you out. Okay. 
Too bad he's I'm not. I'm gonna have him stomp ya. That'd be funny. He probably won't even see it though. I'm gonna send Thunder Rosa your way. I tweet Pat McAfee every once in a while. He's replied. Good dude. Oh, wow. He's a very good dude. He's he helped crazy. me get. He helped me uh, win a thousand bucks a couple weeks ago. Did he? Right there. Yeah. With his same day, his uh, risk-free same game parlay from FanDuel Sportsbook. Wow. I have to drive down to Connecticut, or use a VPN, but we won't talk about which one I do. Let let we all know. Thomas go pick it up. I'm sure. Let Thomas go pick it up. Yeah, tell Thomas go pick it up. Probably not get it back though. It's nice. It's all my phone. It's nice. All right. So let's uh, wrap this up. Thanks for coming on. Uh, we do want to ask you one thing. Predict who you think is going to win this week's race. Where are we at? Or in real life? No. No. Oh, oh no. Will. Where are we you, at? That you guys, I don't, I don't run fuel, so I have no freaking on, clue. I knew I'm two days ago, and now I don't remember. You, you could, if you want, you could predict who you think is going to win the actual race in real life. But we'll do that. In I was going to say, yeah, uh, it's yeah. Road Atlanta. Ew. All right, so, so I will not be making my return tonight uh, on Monday. I'll be making my return the next Monday. Josh probably might want to run that one. No? So I can't make that race. I'll have to sit out a race due to protocols. Um. What did you get? The like... virtual COVID protocol? Yeah, if if it makes me not have to race road Atlanta, it's whatever. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> you got virtual COVID? I got you. I'm, I'm not gonna <laughs> I lie. Understand. I really considered just pile driving Travis McQuishan last week so I could get suspended for a week. It, wow! It came, just it take out, out Carl Henderson. It'd be even more fun. You don't love it. He wasn't I... around half the race. Uh... It didn't matter. Yeah. So I, I couldn't take Kit out because he, he actually said sorry for spitting me, but he, he the other one didn't say anything. So I said, you know, if, if I if I pile drive him into the corner here, I, I'll get suspended for a week, which is going to suck, but I got nothing to race with anyway, and it's Road Atlanta. So it's a win-win. I missed my breaking point. Sorry. All right, so who do you think that possibly will win this thing? Uh, do I have to give one or can I give like two? We'll you let you have two. two. We'll let you have two. Sure, we'll let you have two. Okay, not biased, but Thomas and Justin. Oh my God! Talk about kissing ass. Hey, kissing uh, ass. He won Red Bull Ring. You gotta give. He actually just pissed the one and two from Red Bull Ring. Well, and he's Thomas is always the one whenever we would run uh, the iRacing series with me, him, and Tyler. We always did a cool thing with it: one spot, one drive, and want to be a crew chief. He always raced the road course races because we can't touch him on that stuff. So he might not win it. He'll probably finish second because he'll mess up somewhere and then complain about it for half the race. I didn't say that. So it, it's there Justin, in the ether for eternity. Justin's, I guess, it's going to be my number one pick, and then TB's going to be close second. Might be able to beat him out because he loves Road Atlanta. So definitely not me. So. Nick? Ah. Uh, I have no idea. Thomas, I have no idea. Yes, I have. I, I have no <laughs> idea. I could say Michael Stroll. I, I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. So, I can pick somebody else. 
I, mean, I was gonna say it. I I got Allen. I forgot Allen Elwood even existed. Sorry, Allen. You you painted cars for me, and I completely forgot. Wow. I I, I apologize. It's a ditch, big it's time. Painted cars. It, it, trust me, it's it's been a long ass week. I can't remember what my name is. I don't feel sorry for you. <laughs> it's Gumpy, right? Yeah, I can't feel bad for you. What a dick. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick Blake Gordon. Meh. Meh. Oh, I'm safe. I'm I'm going oh, out there. Five. I don't know if that's a safe bet though, because like no, for the I... first time. For the first time ever, I feel like Blake is human in this league. Yeah, I mean, he what he finished like thirteenth or fourteenth last week, and or I don't know. Well, he not, got multiple wrecks. He was, I mean, other than Blake's yeah, but, win, which was at a short track and kind of like I mean, you could ask Blake. I don't think Blake the night that he won in fuel was the fastest guy on the track. I think he was probably second or third. He just got lucky the way cautions fell and when he got in the front. Fun. Yeah, oh, that's when I got spun three times. Too. Yeah, so I I don't know. I, I don't I mean it feels like how do I say this without being a dick to Blake Gordon? Uh Blake is probably the most talented person I've ever met on iRacing before we went to fuel. And then we went to fuel. And it's like there's like seventeen one A's and B's and it's like there's no one and two there. There's so many talented guys there that I think Blake, even with his immense talent, like his flaws show more in this league because these guys have been doing it for so long at such a high level and, and, and he has maybe not the same level of competition wherever else he races so yeah i have to say there's a league that the three of us would we ran when we first got the i racing i could show up not even look at the track and i would show up and run top five with thomas and tyler now i if i actually want to run top 10 i have to actually practice which i just don't do i <laughs> guess i've prioritized my life over over i racing now i used to do it the other way but just uh do it to have fun don't and you're don't not married either bad. wow no, yeah it's not amazing married. not married because usually when you know it's uh usually the guy that's married that you know the wife says are you on that damn computer again uh like yeah at this point my conscience tells me that i'm like why are you on the computer again you got homework to do you're 24 and you're still in college. Get your homework done. Get out of college. And Don't feel go. bad. I didn't graduate until I was 26. Well, I'm on pace to get 26. So, well, Don't I'm still. I may bad. make it by the time I'm 60. Hey, as long as you graduate. Randy, you have the guitar <laughs> high attic. You have the guitar oh, yeah, attic. Got... You don't need. <laughs> hey, send me a couple guitars. I need to add to my wall. <laughs> Wait. My guitars are a little bit better than Our... wall ornaments. <laughs> All right. Before you need to, to if if what I'm hearing, you have to show Randy because you can see what's behind him. Mm, how do I get this thing off here? Oh, that, that all this stuff. Well, that's junk. But like, hey man, you I got mean, that's a, one. Okay, is that a Sterling or is that an EVH or an Ernie Ball? Sterling. Okay. My so the all wrapped up. So okay, you got Gibson back there. Mm-hmm. It's all what it's is, in the case because I play that one. That's the one I play. Everything else. Les Paul Studio or Les Paul Standards. Class studio. Play. Studio ripped apart and custom put everything else in there that I wanted. So okay, so you got the cheap you body, but 
So you took out the 498T and you put took the 500 out. And... I forgot what I put in there, to be honest. Yeah. So it's been a couple of years. I just Do you realize that, you know, the, the Gibson Les Paul Custom actually uses the same pickups as they put in the studio? Isn't that weird? No, top of the line guitar in the line, besides the R8s and R9s. And it's the way everything's wired. It can make it sound different. So Yes, absolutely. And plus a little different top on it, so. Yeah, but yeah, so you so you play a little guitar. I see so you didn't tell me that. Well, that's uh, yeah, yeah, for about twelve years now. So, well, awesome, good job. You you realize uh, if you need a new guitar, you you come see me at the Guitar Attic because I'm uh, I saw. Where is the Guitar Attic located? Sixteen seventy two and a half Ridgewood Avenue, beautiful Daytona Beach. Actually, we call it Daytona. But yeah, back here we got some cool guitars. I've got back there. Uh, a 1986 uh, Paul Reed Smith. Uh, the one in the middle actually was uh, owned by one of the members from Tom Petty and was u actually used on the first Tom Petty album. And then there's a Richie Bor Sam Boris Strat back there from uh, actually not Strat but Kramer. So well, if you hit Methadone Mile, you've gone too far. You turn around at the Crack Rock and drive past the Heroin Den. It, it, yeah, exactly. Put more money on tickets for the 500. I'll stop by. <laughs> Hey, yeah, I'm I'm right down here. So, uh, yeah, I, a lot of people do come into the shop. Actually, we got we got Rockville happening at the Daytona International Speedway, happening in two weeks. So I'm hoping uh, we're gonna have a few of the guys come in from either Metallica or, you know, Slipknot or whoever. You know, we got so many of these guys playing that thing. Yeah, dropping too much money on the 500. So. You, you can know still come in and look, is, and, and um, you can drool. Come in, you know drool where the like 500 is nice and comfortable and a lot cheaper? The, the house. On my couch, watching it on TV with popcorn without the shitty seats that Daytona International Speedway has. Oh, no, the seats have been updated. No, the, actually, the seats at Daytona are actually pretty good. If, you, if you've if you never been to a race at Daytona International Speedway, you, you don't know what you're missing because, I mean, all those other tracks are okay. You come to Daytona. Daytona is like a first-class racing experience. Let me tell you, man, they really did a wonderful job out there. This will be I know it's not a first-class racing race. experience. New Hampshire. All right. Before we get into a very long rant no, 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 about New Hampshire no, Motor Speedway like for Nick. No, I like New Hampshire Motor Speedway now. It's it, oh. they, they fixed the package. They, they redid the, the corners so there's no bumps in there anymore. They made it better. It was a better race, much better race. Maybe, just maybe, if you're on the East Coast where it rains 11 months out of 12 months of the year and the other month it snows, maybe you should, I don't know, consider putting up some sort of things that run on electricity that illuminate lights over the track. What are they called? Oh, that's right. Lights. Put up lights. We have lights at Daytona. Damn racetrack. Makes no sense. <laughs> Ruined a perfectly good race by shortening it by 10 laps. It'll be the only race I go to at Daytona. I'm literally going to it just because it's the 500. I don't... I'm scared to even see what that car even drafts in races like. It's... Again, it's the name of the race. That's the only reason why. Checking the bus bucket list items off, I guess. Well, it's it's a great track. You'll enjoy it. You really will. It's a... It's a... Great experience. Uh, and we still don't. I've know been to a lot of for. tracks. Trust me, I've been to a lot of tracks. Daytona is unlike any other track. That's another so. thing, though. You don't know what car you're going to see yet because it's not mm. official. 
what they're driving at the 500. Yeah, they could be dri- driving because this car the, now. The, the conversation continues to be rolling it out like they did the COT because they just don't feel confident in the safety tests at high speed, in, like with high speed incidences with these new cars. You might see the last Daytona 500 with the Gen 7s or Gen 6s, whatever the hell they are now. Gen so I don't even like that package style either. I mean, mostly because I get to watch my driver wreck, but I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I like the old styles. Well, I think the the thing is that they think that the new car is going to bring the old style NASCAR back. They think that's that's what's going to happen, but they are just not confident in the safety aspect of it yet because they failed so many crumple tests well, that's in what, so many key areas of the race car. Thomas made a joke, and I, I didn't think about it until he made the joke. It really wasn't a joke. He said, you might see the first person die in NASCAR since 2001. And I was sitting there thinking about it. I was like, yeah, yeah, I can. And then... Uh, don't think I'd probably go to another race after that. that I, I don't think that'll happen. No, I no, I don't think that. I don't. I don't. I would almost say that we probably never will see another person die in a race car in NASCAR. By by accident standards, there could be medical by, problems. Yeah. You could have yeah. a stroke or a heart attack. But that, right, right, that could we, happen. Yeah, but um, but not by accident standard. I I I still think you know with the Hans device and and all the other safety precautions they have in those cars that we won't see that happen ever again. We, you might we break have, a leg or arm or something. We've covered with me and my tinfoil hat that all of the safety tests have been leaked to get people interested in seeing the next gen. I, yeah, but I, I think I, from what my sources say, and my sources are much better than reading it on Twitter, um, what I've gotten from inside the teams is that there is actual legitimate fear of putting a driver behind the wheel of that car at a racetrack where you're most likely in these new cars because of how aerodynamic they are, the smaller size of the restrictor plate, you're most likely going to be touching 205, 206 miles an hour in the draft. There is some serious fear and almost like Talladega 67 vibes of people not showing up to the racetrack if you bring that car to Daytona. Well, you got to remember one thing too, though. Um, we are going to be in a very condensed Daytona 500 weekend or week, whatever. Because usually we saw the the yeah, Bud shootout clash, whatever would happen the week before. The guys would test the Friday night before, or you know, the Friday and the Saturday. Then they'd go in and do the clash. And then you'd have all you have a couple of days off, but then you'd have the you know the day before the twins on Wednesday. They practice then, then they do the twins, and then you know they practice in between and before the five hundred up until then. This year, we do know that every the clash is going to be run in California. That means we're only really going to have one day, maybe, for those guys to get out on the track. Before the twins, yeah, with the and new run car. with the new car, yeah, you because so, you're bringing the new car to um to Vegas to to LA, LA, oh, right? Man. So what I I think Josh is is correct on this. How this kind of leaks out here to create drama, because really I, I talked about this before. NASCAR likes to do this, try to create a story before the actual race. 
to get people involved because what other story do we have going into NASCAR this year that maybe Bubba Wallace might win a Daytona 500? Is That's pretty much it. There's nothing else in NASCAR for them to talk about. We don't yeah, have any but- big stories coming. No dr- girl drivers. You know, we're, we're not having a girl driver this year. We don't, you know, we're not bringing back a three. We don't have anything. All we have is a new generation car to create some buzz. I don't know if I don't know if NASCAR as an entity, I think we've, we've touched on this before, would bring this that specifically that, you know, there is fear that somebody could get killed in these cars to the forefront when for the last 21 years, everything they've done since February, what was it, February 9th, February 8th, whatever it was of 2001, when we lost Dale Earnhardt, the last million miles of NASCAR have been based upon safety. I and I don't think they, I don't think they give up after 20 years but, and say, Hey, we're going to market the possible death of somebody. It, it just, it doesn't go. seem like something Steve would do. Casey. What do you do in, 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 in like UFC? It's a possibility. Somebody might get knocked out and die. Yeah, but we don't, but that's the NASCAR fan. Not the not the nor, not like the new NASCAR fans that they want to bring in, or the the people who don't watch NASCAR all that much and they want them to watch the 500. I don't know if the normal NASCAR fan like myself would want to sit here who's been watching this for the last 23 years and go, man, somebody could die. I really want to watch that. I will tell you when Ryan Newman flipped over on his side last year and he got hit in the roof. I have not had such a terrible feeling in my stomach since the day we lost Dan Weldon. And I don't want to feel that ever again in a stock car race. I got to go feed cats. I'll be back in two seconds. Casey, what were you going to say there, bud? I'll say, I think they're going to do what's right. I mean, again, they everybody might not say, or everybody might say they don't think about safety, but... It's all they really think about it. So if they don't feel comfortable putting a car on track, they're gonna they're gonna advertise the hell out of it up until the five hundred. But if they don't feel it's safe, they won't do it. Oh, I I agree with. It. I don't well, think they will seen, either. We've well, seen just how much power those drivers have this year as well. I mean, they there is so much power on these drivers that they have shown and they have taken. Like guys, these these older drivers now have reached out and said, listen. You gave Jeff Gordon this power in his career. You gave Dale Earnhardt the power to walk into Bill France's office and talk to him when he was concerned about something. Why do we not have this power? Why why do we not have the respect that we deem we have earned by putting our lives in the line? And I think a lot of it was lost by a lot of these drivers aren't like Jeff, aren't like Dale. They aren't like the King. They're not gutsy enough to walk in there. And guys like Denny Hamlin... And Kevin Harvick, who I can't stand Kevin Harvick, but he's good for the drivers at least, that they have the guts to step in and say, hey, this is what we want. This is what we're looking at. And why do like Kevin Harvick? Because he's a dick. He's oh. a dick and he's a bitch. He's a huge bitch. Hey, if you actually go I said back. the same thing about Jeff Gordon when he got I love Jeff Gordon, but he got out of his car with his helmet on and tried to get in a fight. He's a bitch. If you're gonna get in somebody's face after you do something stupid on the racetrack or you feel you've been wrong, take your helmet off and go up to him like a man. If you get punched in your face, you get punched in your face. You deserve it. 
Hey, if you rewind the uh, interview with Kyle Larson at Bristol, right after that interview, there's a there's a section of the fans, and you could literally see me flipping off Kevin Harvick in that section. He's just a bitch. Oh God, we came back. We came around to this. All right. A- any any <laughs> single person who decides to get out of their race car after whatever you deem happened on the racetrack, have a set, step out of your car. Don't let your crew get involved. Be a man and tell them to just hang back and do their thing. Take your helmet off and put your, you know, I know your wife wears the fire suit in your family, but that doesn't mean she has your balls in her purse when you get out of the race car. Put the helmet on the car, step out of the car, and then go up to Chase Elliott. If he decides he wants to punch you in your face, are you man enough to take that punch and fight back? Or what are you teaching your son? Because, like, Keelan is watching his dad right there being like, wow, so I can do something. And then if I have this protection of a helmet and this other guy doesn't, what's he going to do? Go walk up to Chase Elliott and start beating the shit out of him with a helmet on? Like, what's he teaching his son? He's not teaching him to be a man. Keelan's going to be a lot crazier than than Kevin is. But Kevin's not sitting there. He's not not showing a good example, which is what Kevin Harvick's all about. Oh, I want to show my son a good example. I want to be the best race car driver of all time. I want to make my family proud. Well, you're not making your fan base proud. You're not making your family proud when you step out of your car and you're like, yeah, I'm going to go up there and be a bitch with my helmet on. His fan base is proud as hell. I can tell you that. His fan base is full of a bunch of idiots. Well, yeah, but so like there's a Harvick fan again. So there's a Harvick fan next to me at Bristol when all happened uh, at Charlotte two weeks ago. There was another Harvick fan right in front of me. Um, I I have great luck. Uh, when Harvick put Chase in the wall at, at the Roval, I was like, well, shit. That's the every single race I've been to this year, Chase has gotten some kind of wreck. So the, the kid, the guy, probably seventeen, was like sitting there turning around like gave me some hand gestures and was waving Chase by as he drove by. And then again, about an hour and a half later, see Kevin Harvick just piled off into turn one and the kid just sits down with his hands like this. And I'm just sitting there waving by to him. Can't even see that. So yeah, we can't read so it that. says So it says Chase is going to wreck me and it's a little thought bubble of Kevin Harvick as he comes out of the final corner at Charlotte. Oh, I need to go in really hard into turn one because I created this problem. Got a, if if you want to get payback on Chase, you kind of need to take him out of the race completely and not just make sure he can be on the track. Oh, he, Chase yeah. Elliott is he, actually he really did try person. there though, and he tried. Kevin Harvick is the luckiest person at he that point in the there. race because when he turned before. Chase into the wall and Chase backed it in, when they came back up onto the oval. Chase was turning left to put Kevin headfirst into the wall, and he missed by that much and got taken out by his lucky teammate, Cole Custer. And if it wasn't for Cole Custer being in the way, Kevin Harvick would have been in the wall in a ball of flames, and everybody would have been just cheering as the car's on fire and Kevin's jumping out. What you're saying is it just would have happened sooner. Yeah. It happened anyway. Well, I mean, but Chase didn't yeah, have to do it. To Kevin yeah. Harvick did it to himself because he's yeah, a jackass. It. It's okay. I think what Chase did at Bristol would have been just fine if he didn't say it on the damn radio. I'm No, I like that. Listen, I am fully like on board. It. If you are going to, you know, if a guy fucks you or tries to end your championship, <laughs> I'm fully on board. Go Matt Kenseth his ass. Yeah, I can't. I can tell you one thing. Take his ass I, out. Look, since I'm going to Martinsville, I can guarantee it's probably what's going to happen. No, I, I you, you know why it won't happen? 
Because Kevin Harvick's not that fucking... He doesn't have that big of a set, okay? He's not Matt Kenseth. Matt Kenseth was at the end of his career with nothing to lose, didn't give a shit. He was retiring at the start of the next season anyway. He didn't care. Kevin Harvick, for some reason, still thinks he can do this. When he's on a team that I don't know what the hell happened to Stuart Haas Racing over the last 12 months, but that is not the same program. No. That program is dog shit. It's all right. Kyle Larson's going to win the championship anyway. Yeah, we've already discussed that. We already said. Well, I'm not, but I worry, team. right? If Chase doesn't get in to the championship four and Kevin Harvick is still out there on his little bitch fit, does he go one step further and cost Rick Hendrick a championship? I don't think so. Because if he does that, I can promise you, Tony Stewart's going to get punched in the mouth because Rick Hendrick and, and Richard Childress are not afraid to punch people in the mouth. I'm sorry, but I don't think Rick Hendrick can swing fast enough. No, he wouldn't. He wouldn't send. No, he wouldn't, it's not nah, he wouldn't send. He wouldn't do it himself. He'd send Jeff Gordon down there. Jeff Gordon's not afraid to punch somebody, especially for his boss, and especially for a guy he seems as a dad. He'll punch him in his face. You just called him a bitch. Like five. No, minutes? no. I love Jeff Gordon. There's a difference between how I felt about Jeff Gordon and how I felt about Kevin Harvick. I thought Kevin Harvick was a bitch before he got out of his car and didn't take his helmet off, but that solidified it. I thought at the time that Jeff Gordon, I like Jeff Gordon. I'm always going to be a fan of Jeff Gordon. My entire diecast collection is Jeff Gordon. But when he stepped out of the car and decided to get in Matt Kenseth's face, I lost a little bit of respect for him that day, and I thought he was a bitch from that moment on until he got his revenge on everybody who called him a bitch by stepping out of his car and trying to break Brad Keselowski's jaw. And that was the best moment in the history of NASCAR in the last decade. Was it Matt Kent that got out of the car, or was it Jeff Burton? Oh, I forgot about Jeff Gordon and Jeff Burton. That one yeah. was good. I like the Jeff. That was when <laughs> Jeff Gordon showed he had it. I forgot about that one. Hey! Like, no, nobody thought about it. They were like, oh, Jeff's going to talk to Jeff Burton. And then no, all of wouldn't. a sudden, all of a sudden, he was just like, Rrr! It's okay. Jeff Burton did pretty much what I did at New Hampshire, just on the, on the turn at Texas. But see, I'm validated. I'm good. He was on the know. phone? No, I don't know what Jeff he was, was looking at. His black box, or no, his black. Who was it? Black box. It was uh, Keselowski that pulled the phone out and was filming while he's driving the car. I can't remember the excuse. I think the excuse from Jeff Burton was they had a tire go down, and then he said later in another interview, "Oh, Jeff got up into me in turn one and turn two on the you know before the caution came out." So I thought the next time by when the caution come out, I just give him a little shove and tell him I didn't like it and. We hooked bumpers, and he went into the wall, and I felt really bad. I didn't expect him to punch me in the face, but hey, you get what you get. Now they yep. work together. Yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right. So, we've, we've we taken enough. Of, we've gone we've, way we've over taken our, our timeline, and we've completely blown we've it. We've completely thrown that away. I said we're going to be done at 10 o'clock tonight, right. and so far, we are so far over that Oh, no, you can you 10. can blame me for producing, but you know what? This has been fantastic, Casey. Yeah, this has been this, this has is been the best conversation Casey. I have had with yeah. the guests since since we've had it. Yeah, I mean, Casey, I love talking to you. We well, always had some good guests. I, I'm not taking anything from anybody, but no, I think, uh, Casey, I think you've been enjoyable. We're going to say I personally had. Yeah, we, you've been very enjoyable, and uh, remember, next time you need a guitar, you call me. Right. Or if you, you just want to bullshit about uh, stupidity in NASCAR, i.e. our dual hatred of the man who drives the number four and 
will always be remembered for being the biggest waste of money at RCR in the history of that organization. Getting in a car that should have won a championship the year Dale Earnhardt died to going all the way to like 15th in the standings before he left. It just pathetic waste of money. Just just join JTM Discord anytime you want. <laughs> we have 10 times better conversations there. Not that this wasn't fun, but it just ramps up there because nobody's listening. <laughs> all right, Casey, we're going to let you go with that. And so we can move on to our other uh, subjects. Subjects of the night and uh thanks for stopping by man we do appreciate your time and uh we will see you on the track soon thank you all right see you sir who's pulling all right there we all go. right all so right. i'm we'll just jump right into it uh the next one we go to is the ivrl that's our tuesday night broadcast me and randy pepper do that and we're winding down this fantastic uh 2021 season um so. with one of with one I'm covering the, over some faces right now. That's fine. With one of the biggest, uh, one of the biggest fields we had in a long time this past Tuesday. Oh, what what happened to that? Why did we? I don't know. That was awesome. I'm we not going down go to that. twelve, and and now all of a sudden we're getting like 15, 16 drivers showing up. So we're getting bigger fields. Uh, people, Tyler Brown's pop back up. You know? Why is the quality so bad on that, Josh? Because you sent me a crap image. I, I sent you a 4K image. Let me send it to you differently. He's oh, going to you, send you, you 5K. Know what? Open it. Uh, open the original and then save it. Because that's a 4K image I made on Photoshop. That should not look that bad. I mean, I can do that, but... It should look way better than that. When I open it, it's way better. I can send you the original PNG version of it, too, if I need to, but it shouldn't look like that. Hey, Um, hey Nick, I'm looking at it in Photoshop. It is 400 pixels by 189, sir. Yeah, that's because you opened it. No, that was me downloading the image. You could sit there and tell me that all you want. It's fine. We don't need to worry about it. We can run through just about everything that's there. Basically, yeah, okay. Joseph Causey has locked so, himself in. Yeah, he's yeah he in. got a win. He got a win uh, back at uh, the beautiful, what was that, Texas. Texas. It was a win, Texas. Yeah. And then Cody McKinney finally gets that monkey off his Actually, back. Dalton, Dalton Tucker, I think, won. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Dalton, Dalton Tucker, Tucker won. won. I have to, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Dalton Tucker won. The only um, reason Causey is because he's got so many damn points. Yeah, 104 playoff points, which makes him pretty much – um locked he was pretty much locked in if he started at texas let's be honest um and that that's what happened he locked himself in at texas and then this week we had cody mckinney lock himself in with his win uh kind of came out of nowhere uh cody has has been pretty consistent all year but um i mean it just it all worked out for him in the end when uh when dalton ran out of sets of tires because we had that last caution late in the race that that last caution is what got cody mckinney that win because dalton tucker was going to win two in a row yeah, he was. Yeah, he just didn't work out. But hey, it, we'd been talking about how good Cody actually had been. It, at least the last ten races or so, he'd got better and better and better. And we we're just kind of waiting for something to happen. And you know, it, it happened at the right time for him. I mean, now he's going to go to the final four. Mm-hmm. And uh, now we just have to wait and see. We we got two. We know for a fact. So I would almost say at Martinsville. If Patrick Gaspar can finish stage one, 
if he gets himself through stage one, gets one or two playoff points, I'd almost say he's pretty much guaranteed in because the other five drivers below him would have to have a absolutely amazing Martinsville race um, to be able to take him out of it. The, the, the spot is really going to be that five-way battle, uh, well, that four-way battle, realistically, between Adam, uh, Charles, Thomas Carino, and Nicholas Weatherby, who Nicholas looked like he was on his way to being able to pretty much cruise into the championship for Yeah, he's had horrible luck. Yeah, Texas was awful for him. He got, st- he got caught up in some stuff at Texas, and then he came in last week eight points above the cutoff line, and then he ended Kansas seven points below the cutoff line. So he had a absolutely atrocious race. He got damage on that initial lap when uh, we had some, we had Nick Goble slide up and, and you know, him and uh, who was that? him and Jaden Gimbel ended up getting into it um, with that. You know, it just kept on going for him. The night kept going a little bit worse. Um, so Nicholas ended up getting more damage from another wreck that involved uh, Charles Urich, I believe. No, it was not Charles Urich. It was, uh, that was Charles. Charles yeah, did get it was Charles, Yeah, Charles. That's in front of the whole field in the back there. Yeah. That's why Charles is um, actually tied with Adam right now. Uh, I misspoke on the broadcast on Tuesday. Adam would not win the tiebreaker because of his win. Charles would win the tiebreaker because of his seven playoff points. So the playoff points, if the playoff points were the equalizer then it would go to wins. But because Charles has one more playoff point than Adam, because of the stage win on Tuesday, which that's going to be a piece that we have to talk about again on Tuesday is stage wins, because those are going to change everything. Because Charles has seven seven playoff points, Adam has six. If Adam is able to win a stage, and then at the end of the night, these guys tie on points somehow, which it isn't impossible. It's, It's some interesting math to get it there, but it's not impossible then it would go to Adam. But if they end up tying on points and Adam doesn't win one of the stages at Martinsville, then Charles will get it because of that extra playoff point. So it's going to be – Tuesday is going to be insane. It's going to be absolutely insane. Yeah, but yeah. we're also talking Martinsville, which – Well, it's it's like – it's going to be crazy Martinsville, absolutely. but it's going to be Martinsville with the extra emphasis on these points. These guys are going to have to be really careful – about how they race in Martinsville, which really doesn't go well very often. I mean, in the spring, we saw it, the initial start of the race. One of the most talented drivers we have in any of our leagues, and Blake Gordon spun his tires, yep, or Patrick Gaspar spun his tires. We still don't know what happened. One of them spun their tires, the other checked up, and then that caused calamity on the front stretch, and it ended up throwing what we might have had at Martinsville as a great first race there into absolute chaos. Well, and um, that that was the big thing is we had Adam just kind of throw out there what I was alluding towards. He's not going to win a stage at Martinsville unless he pulls off some miraculous anything strategy. Anything can happen. I mean, we've had some we've yeah. had amazing strategy calls this year. If you've watched all of the Tuesday night broadcasts this year, it's been like we've had guys come out of absolutely nowhere. Uh, to win stages. I mean, we had Charles last week on Tuesday. He won a stage. I didn't even think he was anywhere near being able to win stage two. And he came out of nowhere and won stage two. I mean, it's, it was very interesting. And I I actually, Adam Wood makes a good point. He says dump and run and he's making a joke, but I honestly think that we're going to see something like that to get into the playoffs because you know, this isn't, 
the round of 16. And there's plenty of opportunities if you're in 11th right now to make it up through the rest of the rounds. This is the race. This is the one that's going to make or break your season. This brings you to Phoenix. And especially if Patrick Gaspar has problems early on and he gets himself a race, probably not to his own degree. He doesn't do it himself because Patrick doesn't make many mistakes at these types of tracks. If Patrick has problems and there's now two playoff spots available, the intensity is going to wrap up even more. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think anything can happen this week. It's standard playoffs to where, yeah, we're going to have some, we're going to see some desperation from some drivers because as you said, and my cat's trying to get his opinion heard, uh, we've got four people that are, for lack of a better term, within three positions in terms of points. Yeah. I mean, there's seven points between them. That's, Stage one could erase that. Mm-hmm. If 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 Nicholas Weatherby goes out there and wins stage number one, all of a sudden he goes from seven points back to probably one point to the good into the championship four. And then, then there's all these other scenarios that he has a tiebreaker on every single one of these guys because of how many playoff points he has. So there's just, there's so many scenarios on Friday. I've been running them down. I mean, on Tuesday that I've been running down all week that there's, there's about 37 different outcomes that I could think of myself that could happen. Oh. And they're just, it's going to be an unbelievable 225, 275 laps. And, and that's you, another thing. It's going to be a 275 lap race. Yeah, that we talked about 275 laps at Martinsville. That's, the first 274 laps for these guys don't matter. You have to be around for lap 275. You have to finish good to get into Phoenix to race for a butt kicker. Yeah, but we're all talking 275. And unfortunately, just about every race I've seen at Martinsville this year, it's a little bit of chaos. And especially with the no fast repairs, I could see there only being about four cars still running. Yeah, there's... There's 80, there's 80 laps in stage one. There's 80 laps in stage two. So lap 80 and lap 160 are going to be extremely key for this race. Um, The first stage caution is going to set up for guys like Nicholas Weatherby, guys like Thomas Carino. Carino's won two points out right now um, of the, of the playoffs uh, of the final four. uh, Sorry, one point out. Um, Nicholas Weatherby is seven points out. I mean, if stage one goes bad, for Thomas Carino, it puts him in almost a must-win situation. If stage win goes good for him, he then needs to sit there and kind of relax, take his time, and try to bide his way to the end of stage two, get more stage points, and then just try to point his way in. Um, Same thing for Weatherby. I mean, if stage one goes bad for Nicholas Weatherby, he is all but in a a must-win situation because if if he gets outside of, I would say, 10 points of the playoffs... At this point, with being the last race, you can't make that up. You can make it up in one stage, but you also have to hope for these guys in front of you to finish, you know, at the bottom end of the top 10. It's just going to be massively insane. I mean, what would happen if Patrick Gaspar got knocked out lap five or something like that, and he was completely out of the race? I mean, he would only end up, I mean, so we'd have to base this off of, say, say 13 guys show up. That's what I was going to say. Recent attendance. 
we You're... had 16 guys this last week. I don't think we're going to have 16. So I, I said 13 because that's been kind of the average. So if Patrick was to finish 13th and get no stage points, he comes in to the night, gets 28 points. So he goes from 4,126 points to... Why didn't I do a better number than this? Four thousand one hundred and fifty. Forty. No. Uh, Twenty. No. Don't ask me. I suck at math. Yeah. No. You're talking fifty-two or fifty-four. Yeah. He he did forty-one hundred and fifty-four points. Now, if so, then that would all of a sudden that would make Adam Wood and Charles Yurick the two guys tied at the bubble for third and fourth. So now it takes everything away because if Patrick only leaves with 4,154 points, there's no way that's enough. There's just no way. Because you're going to get your regular, you're going to get your race points. So say, say Adam was to finish in fifth or, or yeah, in fifth, he gets 36 points from the race. And that's, that's his final finishing position. He finishes in fifth. He gets 36 points for the race. He's all of a sudden now at 4,120 points. And then he gets seven points in stage two. So he's at 4127. And he gets five points in stage one. That's 4134. Now he's eliminated Patrick Gaspar. So Patrick Gaspar, I would assume, depending on how these guys go, now if he if he gets knocked out after stage one, he gets a, a two or three points. And Thomas Carino comes out and wins the race, or Nicholas Weatherby comes out and wins the race then Patrick Gaspar is in danger again because he's going to be two or three points above the cutoff line, and then anything could happen in those final two stages to where one of these guys who has just enough points to get by him if he has a problem gets by him. I mean, there's there's so many scenarios where the two guys who right now are sitting inside the playoffs in Patrick Gaspar and Charles Yurick just don't get there. Yeah, but we're also talking relatively outside chances. So... I I honestly think that we're we're definitely going to see at the race on Tuesday. We're going to see some desperation moves which are going to ultimately make for a very interesting race. But That's for sure. We're also talking Martinsville that you could make quite a few of those. You can still hit the wall and still be competitive. Yeah, no, it's a track that's not aerodynamically dependent. As long as the thing turns left and doesn't overheat, you're fine. Yeah, so, that's true. But I'm not I'm not going to change my championship four. I've had a couple people ask me if I was going to. I had picked um I had picked Joseph, Patrick, Charles. Well, I have to actually change it cuz I didn't pick Cody. But I'm not going to make any I actually did games. pick Cody. You did. You did. I yeah. had Adam in Cody's spot, but other than Adam, I'm going to take Adam out, replace him with Cody. I'm going to go with Patrick Gaspar and Nicholas Weatherby are able to advance. I'm not going to change it um, other than I have to put Cody in there because he is there, and I'm going to take Adam out because I just don't see – Adam's been consistent, but I don't think he – he hasn't been as consistent – as Nicholas Weatherby has at these shorter tracks. I mean, the guy's been up front almost all year at these shorter tracks. So. And Nick, you'll be fired on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to hey. let you know that Nick will be replaced on Wednesday. Uh, anyone looking for a job in Ghostfire Media and, uh, Network, the, whatever. The pay uh, is um, 37 cents an hour. The state takes 36 cents of that. And then, it takes <laughs> two, then you have to pay two cents an hour just to get up into the booth. So you actually pay Adam a penny an hour 
just just be aware you're losing money when you take this gig and nobody likes you for some reason i mean i mean i i want to pick adam i had him at adam in the final four but i just don't see it with cody getting a win adam being able to point his way in here because there's just so many things and there's so many quick drivers that are going to be ahead of him tonight uh, not tonight but tuesday night it's going to make things interesting Tuesdays, you can't miss that broadcast. You just can't. Yeah, that's going to be a good race. It, it will be long. Now, we we just want to make sure that... Now, do you remember what I said earlier a few races back? I said, what I would like to see is everyone that has raced in the league since day one of the season, the first part of the season, to come back and just race Martinsville with everybody. I don't think that's going to happen because I don't think Greg Holt's coming back. I don't think Ryan Gliver's coming back. I don't think Tom Schutt's welcome back for some reason. I don't know why. I, I just... I don't know. It's a good Brandon majority Masti, of them. Brandon Massey, Ira Kohlhaas. Ira and Brandon, these. they just fell off the face of the earth from from what I could say. I mean, they're, they're obviously doing something somewhere. I liked both of them. I liked having conversations with them, but they've kind of just stepped away. They just from, went away. And I was like, yeah. But I would love to see those guys. If, if you're a former racer in the IVRL, if you've raced any races, you know, Michael Payne, whoever, if you're out there and you want to race, come this week we would love to see us show up at this race and just have fun yeah. with everybody that, that's really people. running for something please love to God. see 30 people yeah bring 30 people and make the math that i do in between stages even more difficult i'm into it 100 <laughs> percent. if we can make a, nick's life even more i'm just saying that so these three pages right here were stage one these four pages were stage two. Nick, have and you ever heard then, of this thing called Excel? Yeah, but I'm in the middle of a broadcast. Yeah, he's, the, he's doing he's doing all this math and, during the and broadcast. And then these these three were the after the race, and I'm just sitting here like, damn. And I'm under like I'm under the stress of if I get it wrong, then these drivers could be sitting there going until the official points are dropped. Oh, I have a shot, and this is going to be insane. But, but you if really I'm, don't because Nick messed up his mouth. If I'm off by like 20 points, I look like a jackass. I mean, I'm already looking like a jackass because it's just who I am. But I look like a way more of a jackass. I just can't. I can't, can't live with that. Josh, you see, you don't realize when we're doing this broadcast on Tuesday night, especially this last week, he is so busy doing these calculations. And I'm calling the race. And, and you know how you know how we usually – we pause and we let the other guy do a lap or whatever, and they come. We come back and forth. I'm like going on about this and that, and then I go, I I, I say, well, 265 laps down, only five laps left, and wait for you know him to come in. I don't hear anything. He's not there. So then I got to keep going on, and it's like, where did Nick go? And then he comes back out of nowhere and says, Well, we have. Uh, 644 points separate this. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's, he's yeah, already he's throwing the math into this whole thing. I'm the statistician. I'm the producer. I'm the director. I mean, Nick, you I, realize I need to hire an assistant. you realize that all of this could be done in Excel to where all you need to do is put what position they're in. Yeah, but you know what? It does all the math for you. You know what? I feel like a 1980s broadcaster, and that's what I want to feel like. All right. I feel like Benny Parsons 
sitting up there at the 2002 UAW Daimler 500 at Las Vegas, asking the statistician behind the board, hey, what does that piece of paper say? And he hands it over to him, and he's looking at it. And there's 10 pieces of paper. I can't read this. What does it say? Now they're up by 12. We got 12 points to the good. You know, this was me. News for Speedway. So David Rogers leads the race. He's uh, 604 points ahead of second place. Bobby Mitchell. Bobby Mitchell is running out. And uh, let's see. How many what other points have? Oh, Peggy. Oh, thank you very much, Peggy. I appreciate that. And I, Peggy would do all that. I had you know a girl. who I don't have? I don't have a Peggy. You don't have a Peggy. I had a Peggy. You know what? Ghostfire Media. Ghostfire Media is hiring a Peggy. (laughs) Peggy. It's an unpaid intern position. And And we'll put you on air for five minutes once a week. You're going to be doing stats for all of us during the race. And you better be right. Or I'm going to put my boot in your ass. This would be a great uh, administration job for somebody, intern. You can put it on your you resume. Must, you were a must be good at You must be very good with Excel. You were the statistician assistant for Nick Adams, Randy Pepper, and Josh Laston. You can put that on your resume. We're not going to give you a letter of recommendation because we don't like you enough because you're an intern. Oh, God. I no, have, I would. I have loved every intern that I've had. One of them I, actually I ended interns. up taking over my job. Yeah, I, I love interns. Wow. Interns are great. You know what's the best part of interns? Hey, you know that coffee place down the street? Go get three of them, please. I have never done that to an intern. You've never done that to an intern? That's the best nope. part about having an intern. Hey, go get us lunch. And I this is why I'm intern. actually a boss. <laughs> Is I appreciate my team and I don't ask them to get me coffee. Hey, hey, an intern's job at the start is to appreciate the things that they have. And the first thing you have to appreciate is getting me a cup of coffee. All right, we have gotten off of topic so much tonight. All right, so we've got got three more series races to cover here. The IVRL... Tune in on Tuesday night. We're going to find out who's going to be going to the final race of the season. Let's quickly do our picks and uh, move along. I think that Mr. Gaspar is going to be so ready to go. I got to go with him. I think he's just ready. He wants the automatic in, even though finishing towards the top is going to get him. All right, Nick. I feel like just to mess with my calculations, it's going to be Dalton Tucker because the guy is just unbelievably fast. That's my pick. That was my pick. He's just unbelievably fast. If he shows up, because he's not here all the time, if if Tuesday night is a race he comes to, damn, these guys are in trouble. He's quick everywhere he goes. Yeah, Uh, I would say if Dalton Tucker is not there, I'm going with Jezef Kazi. Are you going to stick with your original Final Four that we talked about a couple weeks ago? I believe so. I mean, we, um, what I had, uh, Causey, uh, Joey, um, Patrick, and Weatherby, right? Yeah, you had, uh, you had Causey, McKinney, Patrick, and Nicholas Weatherby. Okay. Yeah, I'm sticking. And with I, it. I had, I had 
I had pretty much the same thing, except I had Adam Wood instead of Cody McKinney. Yeah. And now I have to put Cody McKinney in there, and and I'm not going to take Nicholas Weatherby out because I just don't think it's going to happen. No, so I, I don't think it's going to. I think he's still going to be there. So, yeah. I'm going to so, go with Weatherby. Okay. Are you on Weatherby to win? Uh, No, no, no. I think. No. I mean, if Dalton Tucker doesn't Dalton show Tucker, up. I, I mean, know. what if Dalton doesn't show up? If Dalton doesn't show up, I have no freaking idea. It's going to be a I'm going Causey. Because I just think that, I don't know, Causey? Yeah, yeah. That's that's a good pick. I'll go with Kazi. All right. So if, uh, if Melton doesn't show up. All right. Let's move along. We're gonna go into the A O L L. Uh, we're gonna go in TNT. Which last night, guy right. up here. All right. I'm gonna Love give you the rundown. I'm gonna yeah. give you the rundown on last night. Sonoma sucks in the Arca car. Uh. Gary Winters had a faster lap on old tires than my fastest lap of the race, according to Adam. And Sonoma sucks. That, okay, that but pretty you still much won. Yeah, and I mean you you did beat you know some good drivers out there, so it wasn't like you, you so, didn't earn it. So here's the here's the biggest thing that I'll give you. A, I did not – you can time us all you want. This is going to be quick because – We'll be done here in 10 minutes max. I will be here done with this in like three. Okay, no, no, three I just the 34 seconds left in the TNT segment. <laughs> but like – Go ahead, John. Yeah, so here's the biggest storylines. Gary Winters did not put down a qualifying time, so he started at the back. Then Blake Zidi didn't buy the track until right before the race. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna and, a timer. And Sonoma very much is not a track that you can pick up in an hour. Because especially in the Arca cars that have crap downforce, body roll like a freaking nineteen. 50s car. I I was gonna go with Studebaker, but yes. I was gonna say Packard. <laughs> uh, it, like the constant, oh, yeah. the constant changes. The fact that you're going over hills, you're trying to break over hills. You're like it. Sonoma and the Arca, no. Sonoma sucks in most cars. Yeah. The cup car is aw- I mean, did you guys do the boot? I didn't watch no, it. No, we we no? did the classic. Okay, cuz the boot would have been absolutely impossible. Well, and car. here's what I'll tell you, I practiced over the weekend. I practiced that version and all I could think to myself was please know this is going to be the absolute worst because coming out of the carousel, the long stretch along the drag strip into that just Two ninety degree turns, you're breaking over a hill, and it's a double apex with a bunch of cones in the middle to dictate where you need to go. Just no, just no. Yeah, Sonoma is a great racetrack. It's a great racetrack to race. Um, if if you get it, you can do it in any car, but uh, stock cars at that track are just not. I don't like Sonoma. I don't like the time of year they race the track anyway, because if you look at pictures of the track from May and June, it's beautiful. I mean, there's 
green grass everywhere, but we go out there in the middle of July when it's 105 degrees and there's no no hydration for anything and everything's dead anyway. So, but they could that that track just is. I, it should be I, torn down. I, I got to agree with uh, Dave Wright. It'd be great in the legends, other than the fact yeah. that they may sputter out and you'd have to go up the hills in first gear. The next-gen car might be... Because it has downforce. Oh, not just because it has downforce, because have you have you done a road course in the next... I don't want to go on a 20-minute yes. tangent. Yes. But have you, you've done a road course in the next-gen car? Holy Christ. That's all. Level. that thing turns right it wants to turn right it's the first nascar vehicle of any make to want to turn right even the oh. road course specifically built cars from the nascar cup series don't want to turn right but these new ones want to turn right it's beautiful because it's symmetrical they're putting wider yeah. tires on it there's underfloor downforce yeah it's going it to like actually driving- get a- it feels almost like driving like a, a C6 Corvette with how planted and how ridiculously fast you could drive them compared to what you think and how maneuverable they were, but still boating. It feels like a C6 Corvette GTE car. But no, it, that, like there's Derek Schilling finally making it to where we're using him as the my wheel fell off. Oh, please tell me his wheel fell off. It did. Oh, my oh. God. Oh, no, my wheel fell off. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. Derek, you're never going to live that now. I just want you to know that. So uh, I'll get in the, in the channel with him. I'll have to go, so how's your wheel doing today? <laughs> my wheel fell off. So, yes, we, we officially have that. But other than that, it was a standard road course to where eventually everybody just ended up spread out and the racing just kind of it became survival and it's where we How were was the hill section and adam was going oh god I can't How was the uphill stuff. section out of one and two was that a pain in the ass there's a reason why i say sonoma sucks okay i'm assuming the ass end just wants to come around under break and going into one uh, one is the one that coming so, right. You're thinking you, you two. Can, you can call that one if you want. That's that's not one, but sure. Going but, into two, going up the hill. Yes, we saw a lot of people end up yeah. having issues. There's a lot of counter steering involved in that because the asset, even on like GTE cars, it gets light. But the I hate the S's with a passion because there's oh, too many. <laughs> there's the too many places that I'm just like, I really want to go fast here, but I can't because you... it's going to send the back end around because coming out and coming over one, you're light and rolled one way, but you need immediately need to turn it the other direction. So you have to. Yeah. I... Yeah. It's the one thing about the S's at Sonoma is you, you kind of, depending on the car you have, if it's a heavy, if it's a heavy stock car, that has a lot of body roll, you have to kind of turn in the middle of the S-curve instead Mm of when you hit the apex and you get the ass end to start turning for you to the left, then you turn it to the right like you would in a GTE car. You can't wait for the ass to come around because it takes so long for the body roll to make it come around that you have to turn to the right before you even get there. So you're just doing this. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's terrible. I was going to say, TNT's not where the action's at this week. Where the action's at was Wednesday. I didn't Ooh. watch the race, so somebody please keep me in. Do I have to go back and watch this? So. I heard there was some fun stuff. We went, we had an early caution where, unfortunately, Adam's standard luck hit. Man, who hit him and launched off his car? I can't remember who it was. Cody, Cody Mitchell. Mitchell. Cody Mitchell went, went flying in the air. Oh. And barrel rolled down the front straightaway. I just want to tell Cody Mitchell, Cody. For the love of God, get a new spare tire. That thing looks like it's rusted away. It doesn't matter. You need it maybe once, twice in the lifetime you own your yeah, car. Yeah, but you Let put the spare tire on and you drive it home. I mean, I'd be afraid for... the fucking rim's going to crack and it's going to fall right on the suspension. So for everyone out there that doesn't know, Cody Mitchell on the way into Wednesday's race ended up having a flat tire. So he had to change his tire and barely made it into the race in the time. Fucking tie, the fucking rim was this color. It the happens. fucking rim is so, I know it does, but damn, get a new spare tire, brother. But yes, Adam had some bad luck. Uh, a certain teammate of mine He's may had, have gotten into the yeah, back into him. Chris? And yeah. And Pacini? Was it yes, Pacini? It was Pacini. Ah. And he so got he got loose he coming. Oh, I don't Chris know. Got, Chris has got into him a few times, so it, it, this is an ongoing thing, I think. But fucking Pacini. Any way you slice it. <laughs> Happy birthday, Pacini. Got it. Got. <laughs> I forgot about that. To the eternal rookie. But I mean, yeah, that one was kind of bad luck for Adam and it wouldn't have been as bad, but it was definitely Cody coming through and cleaning up the job. So that was crazy. Yeah. I think Adam probably would have been fine. He could probably could have continued on, but when Cody nailed him sitting there, there was no continuing after no. that. But the other good thing was, is after that, we, uh, we went green for, 70 laps wow to where some people actually got through two cycles of a pit stop and then net code happened with me <laughs> with you yeah i was fighting and got a little was getting a little aggressive and then ultimately uh ended up getting having net code send me into the water barrels on Pit entry. What? That's what happened? Yeah, I... I you had sure it... You didn't look down to your phone? Ah, uh, you know what? That's why I drive in VR, because there's no hope of me looking at a phone. Uh... No distractions, other than occasionally, yes, the uh, black box does actually come into play there. Yeah. But, no, it was... Wednesday was a great race. Normally hate Milwaukee Mile, but the setup was good. The setup suited me, and it seemed to suit a lot, some people a lot better. <clears throat> Justin, always suits him better. I mean, guys, I was thinking that Justin has something to do with the setup sometimes. I mean. 
I won't throw out conspiracies, but unfortunately <laughs> I know he actually has nothing to do with it because <laughs> but he also just brought up the other thing is uh a group of us may have since we were in Milwaukee decide to rep Miller Brewing Company. To the where best he, goddamn you know, uh, yeah, beer. Adam did too, and Adam got knocked out like hey, that. Listen, the best. <laughs> hey, can you show that again? The best goddamn beer in America or Canada. Mm. You know what? If you guys drank more of this, you'd be a lot better off in life. No, you know what you need. You know what you need. You know what you need, Randy, in your life. What? A goddamn MGD. That's what you need. A Miller Genuine Draft. What you need is a good, tall bottle of water. No, no, you should have ended there right there. Water does the body oh, good. You don't need a bunch of wheat and a bunch of fillers out of a freaking uh, barrel that's been sitting there, you know, mutating. I, and all these hey, listen, for I enjoyed years. drinking the mold out of those cans, okay? <laughs> Randy, I drink so much of that while I'm at work to where I probably put down about a half a gallon while I'm sitting at my desk. I need something a a little taste. Every day because I have nothing else to do while I'm sitting at home working. So when I take Gabby to the dog park every day, I'm just chugging fucking bottles of water. Yeah. Well, 10 bottles of water a day for me, at least. But the one thing coming out of Wednesday is there have been some point swings because Michigan was a bit of a crazy race that I'll admit I loved because I ended up getting some serious points and then this week happens and wait you finish at Michigan uh sixth I believe what was the track that you figured out the high line and the entire team finished one two three that was Texas that was two weeks ago oh okay I mean, I I watched that. I love you guys for that. That was awesome. So Yeah, I watched that too. First off, Justin got the win. Brandon Bernhardt was in second, which had an absolutely amazing run, a really awesome afterwards to watch battle with Joe Densmore, who Joe had an absolutely just, we'll call it forgettable run at Michigan to come back, get third move from ninth in the points to where this week he's now in fifth. Just how the points have shaken up over the past two weeks going into going, next are you guys going next week. Uh, next week is Homestead. Okay. Honestly, Justin, Blake are already locked in because they have wins. Third right now is Brian McFerrin. Fourth is Brandon Bernhardt. And Joe is nine points behind... Uh, Wait, no. I'm looking at that wrong. Yeah, no. Joe is eight points behind Brandon. I'm... Six points behind Joe. Chris Pacini is one point behind me. Andrew Burgess is one point behind him. Mike Burgess is two points behind him. So the only person I see gaining spots this week is Pacini. I and we we aren't going to talk too much about Adam Wood. 
just because I don't want to give him any kind of commentator's curse because he doesn't need yeah, that in his life right it's now. It's Homestead. That's more of a Chris Bassini type track. He's been very consistent at those. I, I'm I just really him. looking forward to it because pretty much, and Dan Shirley was missing this week, which can, unfortunately. Can I ask a question? Did Steel Horse Racing lose a driver? They did. Mm-hmm. Why? Uh, Yeah, I do know why. But I can't say it. Yeah, I was going to say, I I have a general knowledge of it, and yes, we're going to keep that one quiet. Yeah, we'll just keep it quiet and stuff, but yeah, I do know why. But let's talk about the points, because basically everyone from 10th up actually has a very good chance of making it in. So, like, Adam's in 10th. Right now, he's only sitting six points out of sixth, who's myself. Hmm. So, wait, is Adam still at Steel Horse? Yes. But, oh, God, Brandon's asking who are our picks for the final six. I have no idea because I don't watch Wednesdays. I mean, I I, I, I honestly have no idea. I, I'm not going to throw out picks. I can tell you who I think the top three are going to be. But outside of that, I'm not going to make any picks because I don't want to give myself the commentator's curse. What is it? Six drivers for three races? Yes. Rather than last year where it was a single race shootout, yes. Yep, that's that's kind of how it, the playoffs were designed to be. But Well, I like this because when we go into the next round, we're talking... Well, I mean, I don't, because the one driver who's been super consistent and, and a badass all season and Blake Gordon won't have a chance to actually win the championship because he's going to miss a race in the final, final round. But... So. We're talking for the final round. It's North Wilkesboro, Daytona Road Course, and Las Vegas. So it's a very Vegas group. ends the season. Correct. Oh, what a trash racetrack! I love what Vegas. Is, what's the last ra- Vegas? Oh. Oof. I like I Vegas. Put it on Bristol dirt if you want to have a junky race. I mean, that track sucks. Just because you're not last... good at it doesn't no, mean it's, it's the, trash. No, it's, it's the last of the cookie cutter racetracks to be erected in the year two thousand in the in the 2000s decade. Well, the late 90s, early 2000s. It's the last of those cookie cutters to be erected. And fuck, it's the one that needs the biggest reconfiguration. They got the trioval all wrong. I'm gonna stick with I like Vegas and. But since we are one minute away from when Randy wanted to be finished. Yeah, let's go. Uh, quick picks, and uh, we'll move to Cup real quick, and we'll just announce the uh, final standings in Cup, and we'll move on our way. Because none of us, I don't, I don't, well, you called, I guess, a Cup race. But yeah, I was going to say. nothing about it. I have and it was kind of a boring watch. race anyways. I, I've been so busy. I haven't had time yeah. to watch shit. I barely get to go back and watch my own broadcast to see how well I need to improve. <laughs> I, I seriously do. I go watch. I go watch ours back to see where we can improve. But oh, I know. I do the same thing. Oh, I go back. I don't, I don't have time to watch much. All right. So we're going to Miami with pretty much what I'm going to call 
a six-way battle to get in to get the last two spots. So, I guess I'll go ahead and kick things off. That's bright. I think we're going to see something that we've not necessarily seen before. Brian McFerrin is going to take a win. Wow, yeah, we have not seen him win a race. I'm going to take a mulligan. You're taking a mulligan? I haven't watched enough of the truck series to, to be able to make an informed pick and not just look like a total asshole. Because if I crick if I so if I pick Chris Pacini because I know how good he is, I'm gonna I'm gonna get messages saying you picked him because he's your teammate. You don't actually pay attention. Then if I pick somebody else, I'm still gonna piss somebody else off. I'm just gonna take a mulligan because I, I I haven't watched enough of it to make an informed decision. All right, fine, that's enough. He's got a mulligan. I am going to go with. Justin Rodin had won a race, but he's been strong. Yeah, it's the same reason why I think Brian's a good pick. Yeah, Brian's been strong too, and he's just got better and better. He he he's just. It was for a while there the two of us were running together in the Sportsman, and then all of a sudden I can't touch him. Yeah. Jesus Christ, Boston. What's Are you? There? He's watching baseball game. I, I don't want to talk about the Red Sox because I'd have nothing good to say because yeah. Well, I don't have anything good to say either. I don't know where anyway. the, I, I I don't know where our lineup went. I have no idea where it went. Just shit our pants in the ALCS. It's, it's pathetic. Pathetic. All, All right. right. So let's uh, let's, just let's talk Texas. To, yeah, let's uh, let's talk the uh, real That's quick. We're gonna, we'll talk about the uh so let, let's talk about the 90% of the laps that were led by the people you would expect. Mm-hmm. Justin Anderson and Blake Gordon? Yep. Wow. I didn't even watch the race. Wait, <laughs> let me guess who won. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. It's Texas. Yes, Texas. I have a 50-50 chance here. Yes, you do. Justin. Wrong. Damn. I, you know, Justin I, finished fifth. Really? And what did he do? Did he shit his pants with ten to go and have to get out the sim? No. <laughs> this the setup that they had for this race, one hundred percent suited Blake's driving style. And when we brought him up for the interview, it was the most excited I have heard Blake, I think, ever. Really? Because those are no, the kind. Those, I- those kinds of cookie cutter tracks are not really his jam. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna make day. enemies when I say this, but Blake Gordon was extremely, extremely happy last year at Darlington when I pulled him up for his post truck race interview. Well, that was a win. That was a season long win. He was extremely excited about that. But no, Blake Blake put on a great show. Uh, no, no. Turn off the baseball. Yes! Finally, they came alive. Turn off the baseball. Oh, don't leave him on third. Turn <laughs> off the baseball. <laughs> no. <laughs> but 
at the end of the day, it was God, two total cautions. Ooh, he wants to stick in that hole. No, no, no. That's not going to work with her. To where what? we... <laughs> we ended up getting to see a lot of absolutely <laughs> great racing. And Adam Wood being... Adam Wood puts in the time, learns the track amazingly, gets the pole... No results to to show for it. Did Adam crash? No. Well, kind of, but Texas crashed? is Texas. No, Texas is a very aero dependent track, and he may have had a little damage. Yeah. Ah. So what happened to him on Tuesday night? Happened to him again. Well, it happened two days Actually, prior. He, but he had a rough week. Yes, Texas. he did. I mean, he, yeah. between K- Texas and Kansas. I mean, in the week before Texas and the IVRL Cup Series, he had shit. He, he, Adam has not had any luck at all lately, at all. He he needs his wife to come back to give him a hug. Come on. <laughs> I think he recently switched about back to triples. From, yes, he did. And he did. I'll tell you from what. VR. I don't see a lot of people who improve when they leave VR. Damn, he got way fucking better. Way better. That A- Adam, just so you triples. know, I know it's because you've been practicing more, not because you moved to triples. I mean, he 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 got, he fucking went when he got back in those triples. I mean, I it's probably a comfort thing too. Like I want VR, but I don't know if I'd be comfortable with it. Like I race on one screen, now I'm racing on three. I don't know if I'd be comfortable with VR. I'm I'm used to the threes. I like when I went to VR. I loved it, uh, and I, I can't wait to go back to it. Uh, honestly, Nick, I will be the first to say it, it's good and bad all at the same time. It's harder to make adjustments. You basically have to have the ability to like do it on your wheel or use DRE and voice attack to make it to make all of your pit stop adjustments. But the best part is when I'm racing, I'm completely separated from the world, and I'm just ignoring that. Fucking horse shit! Well, how can you say that? He's telling you a story. How can you say that about his story? <laughs> Don't you remember, Nick, remember when people listen to this back on a podcast, they have no idea that you're talking about a baseball game. They think that you're insulting... Josh as he's talking. And you're setting off your dog at the same time. Exactly. Get him, Gabby. So if Get you're him. listening back this listen listening back to this on the podcast in your car. Let's just the say Boston Red sucks. Suck. I'm aware of this and I agree with you. So do the Cleveland Guardians. Don't start. The Indians? Guardians. Guardians. Indians. Guardians. They haven't been the American Indian. You're not taking that away from me. Just like you can't call the Washington football team the Redskins anymore. You can't take the Redskins out of that because those are my people. It doesn't matter if it's your people or not. Apparently, it's inherently racist, even though it wasn't racist. It is not. I don't find it racist at all. I'm not going down that fucking rabbit hole. 
I will go yeah, down. Because- I will actually go down the rabbit hole specifically with Cleveland's baseball team because it was actually meant to be an honor to a previous player. Well, possibly so, not so you know in the I'm best gonna, way. You know what I'm going to lose my mind is when they come for the Florida State Seminoles. Because that was given to Florida State by the Seminole tribe. So when they come for that, but that's there's a difference. I'm going to lose there's my a mind. difference is that was not a term that was necessarily meant. Well, when are it they is come the for actual the name. When are they going to the come tribe. for the chief? They're yeah. going to they, they're come for all of it at some point. At all some right. point, at some point, I hate you know we, we live in a very right. different society than we all did. Right, we've gone on uh, honestly, well, <laughs> I'm going to get one last comment in. All right, go for the it. the Guardians actually makes more sense for Cleveland than a lot of people will ever give them credit for. <sighs> no, it doesn't. You're the Guardians of the Galaxy over there. I will just ignore that. And Groot. It's good. Yeah, and yeah. Groot. Groot's gonna and come Groot. out of fucking the, the middle the middle of their town over there. But anyway, He's gonna have a big tree. Back to racing. <laughs> Back to racing. Since we're oh, trying well, to wrap this well, up and we're we, 10 we minutes over at this Groot. point. We're 10 minutes over. Is, Let's just Ed get this Springer done with. is sponsored by Groot. He is. So we can talk about Groot. It's racing related. Mr. Guardian of the Galaxy in Cleveland. Again. So we are heading this week <laughs> to Chicagoland. Oof. I like that track. I, I ran some practice the there. It. I absolutely love Chicago. That's land, too far actually. into Illinois for me. Okay. I, I try to stay out of the state of Illinois. I was in Chicago for quite some time. So oh, Barack Obama used to be the uh, he he's from Illinois. So, I mean, Barack was one of your boys, wasn't he? Didn't you like Hi- Barack? I like Barack. Are you talking from, to me? Or are you talking from to Hyde Park? I'm talking to you, Nick. Uh, of course, I liked him. Okay, so why? Doesn't do you mean I like this. I don't. I just. I do not like the state of Illinois. Whatever, because whatever, Boston fan. Hey, no, no, okay, okay. The Blackhawks and the White Sox—they can all kiss my Boston ass. Uh, th- exactly. This is why I, yeah, ignore sports shenaniganry because i could go on for the white Sox too but it's a difference when you just don't like them because they beat your red Sox. me they're a divisional foe i can't watch this anymore good so we are heading to chicago land we've got 120 laps of what can be full throttle racing if we really want to if you're brave it's kind of like michigan in a way. And this one, it's a little closer, and full throttle is questionable even after, like, four What laps. package is it? It's the 550 package at Chicago, right? It's the 550 low downforce? Is that why? That's why it's full throttle, right? It's not the 750. Well, because it was 750. Adam just no brought way. up the perfect point. It's not in the draft. I didn't run any laps in the draft, but Yeah, but solo, I don't think it's the 750 package over there. I think it's the 550 well, low downforce. But you're also looking at a custom setup. And it wants to get loose when you're running solo. I mean, how custom is the custom setup? I don't know. I just ran it, and it doesn't feel is any. It, is it, like, custom built for Chicagoland, or is it the custom, track it, bars? It, it is not 
the stock setup. How far from the stock setup is it? Is the question? Uh, is it? I will tell like you that it wants to come around a lot faster. Okay. Well, Just a smidge out of it. That could be like the track bar has changed or the shock absorbers have changed. It's probably not a big change. I don't know. Just I'm a just, bit outside. I'm, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. I See, don't you, know. What are you worried about? You're not going to race it, so it doesn't matter. I, no, I mean, but... Uh, You're also not going to watch it either, so you don't get to see how awesome me and Carl I'm, are. I, no, wait, listen. I do watch from time to time because of you and Carl, and I do want to point out that if we talk about two broadcasters who have improved immensely this year, it's you and Carl. Listen to uh, my interview with Adam last night. I don't need this. Anyway. What? Wow. <laughs> no, but you you and Carl have I... improved immensely. You, you, Because, like, I used to watch... I used to watch the broadcasts, and I got this kind of... Hi, I'm Josh Laston. We Part have of the outside. It... You know, hey, you guys we so drink different. more. No, but you guys are so different now. It's so awesome. It's like listening to a little me and Randy. It's nice. I like it. We drink more. And... Well, that's probably why. <laughs> and it takes some time to get used to. But anyway, back to it's the nice. racing like side of it. I'm telling you, you guys are fantastic. Take. The I'm trying to get. Over. I'm trying Absolutely. to bring us home. Yeah, I, you know what? I'm going to tell you what. We're going to go quickly. We're going to do the AOL Cup. Who is going to win this week? I unfortunately think that this is going to be a Blake Gordon race from the setup alone. Well, I think this is going to be a Blake Gordon race. Loose, I'm going right with you, Blake. Me if too. Josh and Carl are going to go ahead and have their little Blake love fest over there and choose Blake. I'm going to choose Justin just so he doesn't feel left out. Okay. It, it's not That's a fine. Bad. I, but he, if he said that the setup is loose – this, it's a Blake setup. How okay? When you say loose, how loose? After five laps thing. running solo, I'm fighting the wheel, and I drive I like similarly to Blake, just not as good wow. at it. Um, that's a Blake setup. Blake uses the ass to turn the car. He doesn't use the wheel. I know. So if yeah, you watch, I mean, if you watch okay. Wednesday, that was me. Blake. Then, then I mean, if that's how loose it is, then that's Blake. Blake. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah. <laughs> Justin is taking advantage of the delay, saying that he's gonna give me that he's gonna kick Blake's ass. So I mean, if if it's if it's if it's that loose, ah, fuck it. No, no. Justin Anderson, don't let me down. I'll stop. I'll make sure if you let me down, I will never ship another thing through the USPS. Even though it'll take an extra three days if I do. Yeah, it. I, you know, I just sent out all my bills from the shop, and because my postman has not been stocking, stopping by the shop. Yeah, they're all going to be late. And I'm pretty sure they're all going to be late. I'm going to have that extra uh, penalty on my credit cards to pay See, I that. Don't get, I don't uh, get that. I don't get why they did that. If you were getting arrested by the post office, then Justin has a say. I, I don't get why other they than did that, that I don't think Justin really cares I don't know why they did that I mean that just just God what the fuck do my pa- my taxes pay for if I can't even set a letter properly uh, all right uh, all right let's get out of here guys come to America uh, <laughs> folks have been watching the <laughs> Ghostfire media podcast on this Friday night I'd like to thank my cohorts 
Josh Lassen, and Nick Adams for a great night of podcasting. Don't forget you can watch this or listen to this on your you know, preferred streaming service, whether it be YouTube, Twitch, or Spotify, you know, iTunes, podcasts, whatever. So if you missed any part of that. Oh, well, I didn't know that, Justin. Oh, no. What did he say? He he called me a moron. He said, your taxes don't pay anything to the Postal Service. That's our. I didn't know that. How am I supposed to know that? What the fuck do I pay taxes? Because it's the U.S. Post. It's it's a government-owned thing. What do I pay taxes for, then? School have the trash taken out. No, I am not paid by the U.S. government. I, we kidding. are we are a we are a contractor for most government sites, but that's not me. Oh, okay, all right. All Anyways, right. folks, we are out of here. We will see you next week here on the Ghostfire Media Podcast. Don't forget, we got racing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Sunday night. I'm not going to say just just tune into the channel on uh, YouTube or Facebook and check all the information information out there and uh, we'll see you then. All right. Take care. See you guys. Thank you.